Don't accidentally do things you'll later regret. Oh no, you did. Hello, and welcome to Let's Place. This is the podcast that we objectively and scientifically rank every video game ever made under the sun. Except for those ones that are really, really bad. I mean, you know, don't worry about it. My name's Luke. I got Chelsea here. Hi. And Crystal. Aloha. Aloha to you, too. Uh, we've got two guests here as well. Emily. Hey, what's up? And Jasmine. Good eye. Oh, good. Just, just really <laughs> repping that Australia. We got America, it. we got Canada, we got Australia. I love Australia. Get to the chopper. <laughs> Crystal? Great. A lot, Crystal. A lot of great. Just, just the accents from around the world. I love it. <laughs> So we got some business to take care of this episode. This is going to be a long one. If you missed last episode, uh, we've... Last time on Let's Play. <laughs> we've modified the rules of this show a little bit. In practice, if not in theory. Um, we don't want to talk about games that are a bummer to talk about anymore. Yeah, <laughs> They're fair. bummers. Yeah. So I, I actually really like the tweet you made where it's like, we, 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 you guys want to rank every game ever made... But right. it's a lot of games, and you you have the power to choose what kind of voices you want to promote. And I uh, that was a very good way of putting it. If you need to still believe in the Let's Place fiction, just know that... <laughs> uh, listen, I'll tell you what. I will make this pledge. If this game is... If this podcast is still running with me as the host, 150 years from now, <laughs> we'll do an episode that's nothing but gross, awful garbage games. Alternatively, we'll be... Placing those games in hell. Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> that I, I will mean, be our hell. That is true. The problem with this plan, Luke, is that it seems like you're just saving all the really bad ones for our grandchildren's grandchildren. Well, no, no, no. That's why I put the caveat in that that rule only applies if I'm still the host in 150 yeah, years. If, if another host takes my place and continues this dark work, <laughs> they get to make their own rules for how this works. Like, like, I'm gonna see like Grandpa Luke be like, grandson, I've got a mission for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just I, I go up to the attic, blow some dust off an old rickety chest, and open it up, and it's the laptop that has the placing program on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it doesn't run because the hard drive died uh, decades ago. God damn it! <laughs> good, good thing, good thing Chelsea had the whole thing written down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but getting back to, to this episode, it into a giant quilt, actually. In keeping with that rule, we have struck some games from the list that we would no longer place under these new guidelines. Uh, and last episode, I said we were striking uh, Custer's Revenge and one of the games we placed last week. On Crystal's recommendation, we have also struck Scape On because I don't want to have the discussion about whether those are naked kids every time it comes up. Mm-hmm. It's not... Uh, like, they might not be, but I don't want to have that debate. It's a bad debate to have on the comedy show. Mm-hmm. So that means to get the list back to the even number that it's always got to be, we have to place eight games this week. Which is... Nearly as many as the peer review episode. I I am very much looking forward to Octopath Traveler. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're we're about to take our own Octopath Travels right now. 
Uh, did not warn either of the guests of this fact before they agreed to do it, so I hope you guys are ready. Buckle up! Listen, I am always ready to do my duty and play some games. Great. Well, uh, we'll see how you feel in three hours. I've got <laughs> six bottles of water. I'm good. <laughs> great. Okay, let's uh, get started. We should probably go ahead and dive in. So we are placing, like I said, eight games. Uh, we are looking at Arrow the Acrobat 2, Elf the Movie, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, Pac-Man Pizza Parlor, and Go-Go Birdie Chance. Those five were all chosen at random like normal. Then we have our listener suggestion, Oregon Trail Director's Cut. And then we let each of our guests choose one game as a wild card. Uh, Emily, you chose to place the game Terranigma. Mm-hmm. And Jasmine, you chose Star Wars, The Old Republic. Mm-hmm. So, starting from the top, let's get into some Arrow the Acrobat 2 discourse. Okay. Uh, let me just take a look at the, the Moby Games description here. In the sequel to Arrow the Acrobat, you have to defeat evil industrialist Edgar Ector once again. He's back, and again with bad ideas. <laughs> and so you, in the role of Arrow, have to find and destroy him before he carries out his diabolical Plan B. Like in the last installment, you have to jump, escape lethal obstacles, and progress in time. <laughs> That's most games. <laughs> This game features more moves for Arrow, more mechanisms to use, and more items to collect. I was not aware there was an Arrow the Acrobat 2. Was anyone else? Yeah, I was. Uh, okay. Nope. Yeah. Arrow looks like a bat. He is, yeah. He's an acrobat. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> you, 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 did, you did know that, right, Chelsea? No, I just got that. Oh, right when okay. Luke said it. It's my first time knowing anything about the franchise, so I'll take a Arrow the Acrobat one. was always... I, I don't know anything about it. It just... Every time I went to the video store to rent a different video game, it was always there. And, yeah. like, he's... That box art is, like, burned into my brain. I rented the first one on my... Friend Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. Until I went to, like, rent the Goof Troop video game, which, man, we gotta place that someday. That's not, a good-ass game. I gotta game. try and not sing the song. <laughs> oh, yeah, Crystal, goof troop. Crystal, were you about to that's, say something? That's, that's Tailspin, isn't it? Oh, I was going to note that uh, Wikipedia says Arrow the Acrobat 2 is dedicated to famed Brazilian racer uh, Ayrton Senna, who died in a car crash during the Grand Prix. What? Okay, sure. Uh, wow. Senna has um, often been voted as the best and most influential Formula One driver of all time in various motorsport oh. polls. Uh, huh. I Okay. I'm glad that they honored him with their platformer game. Um, it's hard to follow up what Crystal said, but I do like how it's like you have to defeat him and he's backing up his bad ideas. And it talks about how evil he is. And I'm wondering if he's just like, he's just a bad architect, but he's trying, or industrialist, but he's trying real hard. And mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. Arrow's just like trying to get to him and you get to be like, oh, what's, what's the matter, Arrow? And then Arrow just like beats the shit out of him because apparently he's evil, but he's just... He was just trying yeah. to make a nice industrial thing. This game was made by Iguana Entertainment, and I just looked up their logo, and it is deeply, like, it is it is unlocking childhood memories for me, and I'm trying to remember what games I saw it in. They made the home version of NBA Jam, so that might be it. Uh, I'm trying to look at what else they made. Oh, they made Turok Dinosaur Hunter! That's where I know it from! Okay, so these are the Turok people. 
They made the 2003 game Vex. Oh, wow. They sure did. Oh, they made All-Star Baseball 2004 and 5. We've placed one of those. Oh, man. It was 2002. It was 2002. (laughs) GamePro raved that Arrow 2 outclasses the original with a new dark theme that shows off some truly superb graphics, new and improved moves and techniques, and better play control. Look at this weird evil clown bat. Oh yeah, this yeah, he, is he's a, the bad guy, the industrial. Yeah, he's, he's, I think they should have. They could have mentioned he was a clown in the in the opening. Then we would have yeah, known. He, he is a clown and a skeleton. <laughs> his legs are his face. Backwards. Yeah, his legs are backwards. His face is a skull with a clown nose and little tufts of bozo hair. Here's um a sexy bat sidekick, I guess. That's in the story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Naturally. Oh, Iguana also developed like Arrow's uh, face on like a woman's body. Oh wow, like I a, don't like this. Emily. Like a human woman, and then the bat face. <laughs> I don't care for this image. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, what were you saying, Crystal? Uh, Iguana also developed South Park Chef's Love Shack for the uh, Dreamcast. Yeah, and oh, the I original South Park for N64. It's a, it's a 2D game show yeah. style party video game. Yeah. Oh, they also made Iggy's Wrecking Balls, a game I never played but saw a lot of ads for in Nintendo Power. It looks like Arrow has a snowboarding level in this. Yeah. Hunter Ape Sonic 3. It's got like cinematics and shit. It actually looks like put some work into this they definitely put some work into it i wonder how fun it is to play because like you hear it was better so. what's that i review that crystal red said it's better for playing yeah yeah because like listen you have a lot of sonic the hedgehog fans out there you have a lot of people that hate on bubsy no one really talks about arrow the acrobat one way or the other i feel like he was just a forgotten you know soldier in the war of uh, attitude platform mascots. <laughs> like Radical Rex. Iguana released yeah, who? nine exactly. games in 1998. <laughs> awesome, yeah, they awesome. were cranking them out. Including Forsaken, the shooter. Uh-huh, yeah. There's a caption on this. On the screenshot. Let's see, we've got a picture of Arrow in some sort of clockwork factory and the okay. captain says, out of the way, fatso. There's a weird, like, clown balloon man. Okay, sure. I don't like Arrow very much. <laughs> yeah, he seems rude. I like, wow, how sexy oh, for wow. the bad bat. <laughs> That's a good still of the death animation. Oh, wow, yes it is. <sighs> Alright, I, I, let's let's get to place yeah. now. We got a lot of work to do mm-hmm. tonight. Uh, we are starting at game number 163. Crystal, how does Arrow the Acrobat 2 compare to International Superstar Soccer Deluxe, a soccer game for the Super Nintendo, notable because it had a big modding community in Brazil where they would edit in their favorite local teams? I gotta go with Arrow the Acrobat. I like the, the sprite work and the animation and the music and the gameplay seems solid. Okay, sure. Uh, Chelsea, what about you? Um, I think I'm going for soccer. Okay. Uh, Emily. Well, when when you... At first, the thing I was going to say was Arrow the Acrobat is because I like platformers more than I like soccer games. Sure. But we were just talking about how Arrow didn't have a lasting impression on people. And then mm-hmm. you mentioned the huge modding community for this game. 
Yeah. So this game obviously did leave a huge impression on people. So even sure. though it's not my thing, I think it's a more influential game. So I'm going to go with the soccer game. Okay, that's two for soccer. Uh, Jasmine. Uh, I think I'm also going to go for the soccer one, mostly for the uh, modding community. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, in that case, International Superstar Soccer takes it, and Arrow the Acrobat is going to be moving moving down to number 245. Uh, Jasmine, how does it compare to Z-Wolf, a weird isometric, but it's 3D helicopter game, and its logo looks identical to the logo from The Witcher? Um, I guess it's not isometric. That was my memory lying to me. Helicopters versus platformer. Uh, I'll go with the platformer. Okay, that's one for Arrow. Uh, Emily. I'm just looking up Z Wolf right now. Uh, uh, I want to go with Arrow. This isn't. This doesn't look like it's that good. <laughs> it, it is a very early 3D game. I mean, kudos for the like, trying to be uh, sure unique, but I yeah. Love Arrow. Uh, Chelsea. Can you tell me anything about the story of Z Wolf? I will try. <laughs> uh, the order of the level no it, it doesn't look like it really has a story it's just sort of missions okay yeah it's just kind of like go rescue somebody or go you know transport a thing into a combat zone this mission looks... one buffalo hunts uh, this doesn't yeah. look great I'm going for acrobat okay crystal uh, arrow all right, the, by unanimous vote, Arrow moves up to number 204. Crystal, how does it compare to Armada? Wow, why would you name your game Armada? How do you expect anyone to remember it? Oh, this was a Dreamcast game. I think it was like a shoot 'em up You command, uh, you're not helping oh, Moby there's Games. there's no screenshots. There's no screenshots. If I remember right, it's kind of a shoot 'em up type game for the Dreamcast. I can't find it on the list. Uh, 204. Okay, thank you. 204? You're welcome. Yeah. Wait, what was the first game? Yeah, okay, I'm looking at... We started at 163, moved down to 250-something, and then up to 204. Did lose to soccer? Yeah, Arrow lost to soccer. Yeah, you were the only one that voted for Arrow over soccer. Um, I'm going to vote for Arrow. Okay. That's one vote for Arrow versus Armada. Chelsea. Give me a second to look at this. All right, sure. Emily. Um, Doesn't have screenshots. Shit. Yeah, you gotta Google cool. it. <laughs> I, I'm watching a video on YouTube. It's but it's someone filming their CRTV. Great, good. So, but I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah. It looks actually. I'm probably gonna go Arrow. It doesn't look that interesting. It looks like there's a lot of flying around with nothing actually happening. Mm-hmm. All right, that's two for Arrow. Uh, Jasmine. Uh, I think I'll go with Arrow as well. It's my right, favorite that's three. chocolate, I thought. Sure, that's the... <laughs> you're really making sure everyone knows you're Australian. <laughs> I, I like um, the Dreamcast, though, a lot, so it was, it was close. Sure. Uh, Chelsea, it's decided for Arrow, but do you have anything you want to add? Uh, not in particular. All right, Arrow the Acrobat continues to acrobatics his way back up the list uh, to number 183. Jasmine, how does it compare to... Trolls. Trolls. Oh, this is the game where you play as Billy, a young boy who has too much imagination and gets kidnapped away to an, a horrible fantasy world where he has to escape the traps laid before him by trolls. Can I um just 
for uh, David Amada, apparently was an RPG, which is kind of interesting. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've heard people talk positively about Armada. I almost wish Armada. I could, like, re-vote for it, but I probably uh, wouldn't It anyways, wouldn't have mattered right? anyway. Oh, I'm going to say I changed my vote, though, just because... All right. Because I like sure. RPGs. And it's an RPG space shooter, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but so, so yeah, Jasmine, I'm, I'm Trolls say, versus Arrow. I'm going to say Trolls is better than Evil Clown for the bad guy in Arrow, so I'll vote Trolls. All right, sure. Uh, Emily. Not a big fan of that Trolls game. I saw it. I'm going to go for um, uh, Arrow the Acrobat. Okay. Uh, Crystal. Arrow. Chelsea. Uh, Arrow. Okay. It is decided for Arrow. So he continues to fly like a bat back up towards the center. Number 173. Chelsea, how does Arrow the Acrobat do against Busy Scissors? The <laughs> Nintendo DS hair salon simulator that you hate. Busy <laughs> Scissors is that high up. That's Arrow. Uh, Busy Scissors used to be like in the top like quartile of the list. Yeah, but it's, it's still pretty high up. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's one vote for Arrow. Uh, Crystal. Busy Skizzers. All right, Emily. I'm not going to be nice to Chelsea this time and not vote for Busy Skizzers and vote <laughs> for Arrow. All right, Jasmine. Uh, I'm going to not be nice and I'll vote for Busy Skizzers. <laughs> that ties it up. I'm voting Arrow. <laughs> Luke, you said I'm... once uh, about Busy Skizzers, I believe, that there aren't a lot of games about haircutting. And mm-hmm. I just I just need to refute that. Oh uh, yeah, tons I guess that's of true. About haircutting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- there's, there's a million. Let me rephrase. There's not a lot of like commercial retail games about haircutting. <laughs> I think that's probably true. Yeah, uh, but Arrow the Acrobat moves up to number one sixty eight. Uh, Jasmine, how does it do against Die Hard Trilogy, the PlayStation One game that is three games in one? Each one based on one of the first three Die Hard movies. Three games is more than one. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to vote for Die Hard. Okay. Uh, Emily. I, I, I just don't care about either of these games so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, that means that Arrow is making its way to the proper place on the list. Because uh, it's a yeah. hard call. I mean... I heard that that people like Die Hard Trilogy, so I'm gonna go with Die Hard Trilogy. I did recently hear someone bring up Die Hard Trilogy in a context outside of this uh, podcast in a positive way. I feel like I saw an internet review of it, and that it might have even been like Angry Video Game Nerd, and he did like all the Die Hard games, but only this one was good or something. Uh, well, if the Angry Video Game Nerd endorses it, then how can we refuse? <laughs> Chelsea, how do you vote? Oh, what? Um, Die Hard trilogy. All right, uh, Crystal. Uh, the Hard trilogy, as they say in Australia. All right, unanimous vote. Die Hard trilogy beats Arrow the Acrobat. Uh, in which case, Arrow moves down to number one seventy. He's up against another famous movie franchise. Crystal, how does Arrow the Acrobat do against RoboCop versus the Terminator, a Sega Genesis game where you play as the RoboCop and you have to fight the Terminator? Uh, I'm going to vote for Arrow the Acrobat. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, Robocop. Okay. Emily. I'm going to go with... Um, this is the GameCube version, too. Then I'm definitely going to go with Arrow the Acrobat. Wait, what? 
the the link goes to the GameCube version. Oh, it's just go to the combined view. I'm not. We're not going that uh, granular yet. I mean, we have before. Um, well, we ha we have on specific <laughs> request. Otherwise, okay. we just assume it's just kind of a conglomerate of all the different uh, versions. Yeah. Um. I think I'll still go with Arrow the Acrobat. Okay. That is two for Arrow the Acrobat. Jasmine. Uh, furries go to ACAP. Okay, yeah, that's... <laughs> yes. Well, All right. Uh, Arrow like the Acrobat message. wins. Furries good, ACAP. <laughs> uh, that means that Arrow the Acrobat has just one last game to go up against. Uh, Jasmine, how does it compare to Suzumiya Haruhi no Tomodoi, a uh, PS2 game based on the Suzumiya Haruhi franchise where you start a video game club and it's like a visual novel, but it's got mini games kind of based on the games you make in the club? Uh, I think our error for this one. Okay. Uh, Emily. I, I would like to play the Harry game. Okay. Let me go Harry. That's one for each. Chelsea. Arrow. And Crystal. Arrow. All right. Arrow takes it. And with that, Arrow the Acrobat is placed at number 169. Nice. Uh, plus 100. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it goes directly above Suzumiya Haruhi, directly below Die Hard Trilogy, and I love that those two games used to be right next to each other. <laughs> uh, yeah. I know the run of Die Hard Trilogy, Arrow of the Acrobat 2, Suzumiya Haruhi is a very good trilogy. Uh, all right, it that's our first... that, Batman Arkham Origins. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, uh, that, that gets us to our second game of the evening. We're talking about Elf the Movie for Game Boy Advance. Oh, boy. This platformer is based on the hit 2003 movie starring Will Ferrell, who played a boy who was raised by elves in the North Pole and became a large elf comparatively. At 30 years of age, Buddy goes on a journey to New York to find his real father in a place where he can fit in. The game's release was timed to come out the following 2004 holiday season with a DVD release and contains the choice of five languages. The main game is a side-scroller where you guide Buddy as he makes his way across icebergs, oh, while avoiding chasms and polar bears, oh, dodges God, Manhattan traffic, <laughs> and more. The, what were you saying? The screenshots of this game are so, like, this is an early <laughs> GBA platformer that was using, like digitized art because there was so many of those when the GBA first came out. Was this all oh, that this early, early for the Game Boy Advance? Yeah, Game Boy Advance came out in 2001. This I'm, is I'm just, three years okay, later. Well, I'm just saying that, okay, then it's even worse because it's, it's right. using that look that all the bad GBA games have. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, there are ten missions based on the movie's events as he journeys to also help Santa and save Christmas. You must collect missing sleigh parts, letters to spell out New York in one level, or parcels. You'll be penalized for falling into the icy water or getting hit by a car, which drains your health. Getting hit by a car does drain your health, that's true. <laughs> to restore it, you jump for lollipops and candies, Buddy's favorite foods. It's less of drain and more damage. <laughs> <laughs> there are also three mini-games available from the start menu. Snowman building is like Sokoban. Oh, good. I'm glad you explained that. <laughs> Santa says is a memorization game. And Cobbler's Workshop has you matching elves' shoes to put them in boxes. Plus, more mini-games are available within the game. Wow. Beep. 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 <laughs> oh, you hear that? That's the garbage truck. <laughs> 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 
Chelsea really summed it up. <laughs> uh, Jasmine, how does Elf the movie compare to Rocket Robot on Wheels, a 3D collectathon for the N64 made by Ubisoft? Uh, give it to the Rocket. All right, Emily. Definitely giving it to Rocket. All right, Chelsea. Rocket. All right, Crystal. Rocket. All right, unanimous vote. Elf is going down. Crystal, how does Elf compare to Astral Tournament, a homemade digital trading card game with uh, bespoke artwork for all the cards? Astral Tournament. Okay, Chelsea. Astral Tournament. All right, Emily. I mean, like, I'll just say Astral Tournament is an independent venture made by someone trying to create something that they love and, is good, and they want to be good. Any other one right. is a soulless cash-in by a, a huge corporation. So, gonna yeah. go with Astral Tournament. Yeah, no one was passionate when they were making Elf the movie, I don't think. <laughs> no! I, there, there is not I don't think that's actually... I don't think that's actually a fair criteria, given how high uh, Darkest Sky is on this list. Darkest Sky um, is different. I'm passionate about Dark and Sky, okay, though. Okay, listen, Darkest Sky is way different because it's not just a cash-in. It was someone who had a story. I mean, it is just a cash-in. Do... No, no, no. I, I believe that this lady wrote the story, and she's like, I really want to fucking make this game, but I'm not going to get the money unless I attach some shit to it. Okay, no, I, Skittles. I, I think you have that backwards. I believe the known story is that Skittles wanted a video game, and this woman said, all right, I'll write a story about Skittles, I guess. But the story isn't really, like, like it, it seems like it's so much beyond. Like, it's it, there's, a, there's a product in it, but the person yeah. writing it wrote a story they wanted to write. They didn't write about the product. Well, it's not really about book. Skittles. Yeah. The well, thing about Darkest Sky is a cool game, though. The thing about Darkest Sky is that it's also funny. Yeah, it's okay. pretty funny, wow. is the thing. It's got, like, I mean, a story it's pretty... put their heart into. Crystal, it sounds to me like I, I'm getting a sense of what you might choose next peer review. Yeah. Well, no, I was yeah. going to choose GTA. Oh, that's fair. Could be lower. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's three votes for Astral Tournament. Jasmine, did you want to add anything? Uh, no. All right. Yeah. Uh, Astral Tournament wins, and Elf the movie moves down. Let me ask... What? Let me take the temperature of the room on the movie Elf. Do you guys like that movie? I've never oh. seen it. Uh, okay. Because th there was definitely, I feel like everyone I knew kind of thought it was dumb when it came out, and then it felt like it kind of bounced back, and like people started to like it a lot. Yeah, I've, I have I saw, no idea. I saw it once, and it was fine. I just don't like Will Ferrell that much. Yeah, he he can be good, but he's just yeah yeah. I don't okay. Know. Just one more, th like I, I know I'm going back here, but like Darkened Sky doesn't have anywhere on the cover that it's made by Skittles. I feel like that's, that's not true. that important to the game. Uh, if anything, I feel like is. that seems. Yeah, no, like you it, literally have to collect okay, Skittles it, to it, save okay. the world. It's li it literally is in the same way that Materia is important to FF7. It's not that important in the long run. 
Yeah, Amazon's but isn't about materia. It's in some ways, isn't in some ways isn't that even a little more nefarious though? Like, oh, this new fantasy adventure game. Let me get in here. Skittles. What? <laughs> no, I like. I, it's good. It's good. I mean, I like it, but when you consider the corporate interest, it's kind of like. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, Elf the movie moves down to number two hundred and eighty-seven. Jasmine, how does it compare to In Extremis? Uh, which is some kind of shooter game. Fucking, was this the one that looked a lot like Doom? I think it was. Yeah, this was the one that looked like it was just Doom, but the bad guys looked like the aliens from Alien. Uh, Wait, when did this one come out? This one came out... It was 93, but Doom was like... I remember it came out like a month before, like either before... Yeah, a month after Doom, I think. Okay, so probably not ripping off Doom directly. Probably just, like, if they'd come out two months earlier, we'd be talking about how all first-person shooters are based on inextremists. This is ripping off Wolfenstein. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's send Elf to the South Pole of the list. Oh, damn. <laughs> all right, that's one for inextremists. Emily? Great line, Jasmine, and I, I yeah, I, I vote for inextremists. Okay, Chelsea? I also like that line, but... You, no, no, I almost voted for Elf, but no, it's an extremist. <laughs> I was going to say, like, an extremist doesn't look like a great game, but right. Elf looks way worse. I'm just imagining right. how bad that platforming is. <laughs> you just look at it. Like, I know that kind of style. It's over-animated. Right. And, like, it just feels clunky and bad. And, uh, what if this is the one game that it. looks like that that plays really good, though? I There's not a lot. <laughs> Crystal, it's it's decided, but do you want to contribute anything? Ah, uh, no, I was going to vote for an extremist. All right, yeah, in that case. Game. Okay, yeah. In that case, uh, Elf moves down to number 307. Crystal, how does Elf the movie compare to Robotron 64, a sequel to Robotron? This is a twin-stick shooter for the N64, a system whose controller does not have two sticks. <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to be Elf Bowling. I did the math back. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. I vote for Robotron 64. I was hoping it was also going to be Elf Bowling. Where is Elf Bowling on here? It's a it might still happen. It's a little bit higher than that. I mean, it could still happen. Who knows? Oh, you voted Robotron, uh, Crystal? Uh-huh. All right. Uh, Chelsea. Doesn't Molly hate this game? Molly fucking hates this game because she really likes the original Robotron. And doesn't it all... It's like a twin-stick shooter with one stick? Yep. Yeah, uh, but I, I imagine you just control the character with the C buttons and aim with the stick. It shouldn't be that hard. No, it's, yeah, but no, it's, it's aiming still... with the C buttons. Mm. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's oh. bad. That's bad. Yeah, no. Oh, I love plotting in Bosnia. I'm going to vote for Elf. Yeah. All right, uh, so that's one vote for Elf. Emily. It doesn't look good, but it's still better than Elf. All right, that's one for Robotron. Uh, two for Robotron, rather. Uh, Jasmine. Uh, yeah, Robotron. Okay, Robotron wins. Elf is officially worse than Elf Bowling. Uh, in that case, Elf the movie scoots on down to number 317. Here we go. Jasmine, <laughs> how does Elf the movie compare to Bubsy 3D? This is not the, like, post-ironic Bubsy game that was made, like, a few years ago. This is Bubsy 3D, the 3D platformer starring Bubsy. Yeah, uh, loath as I am to say it, I'm going to have to give it to Elf. Yeah, I mean, listen, you'd be loath to say either of these. That's one for Elf, Emily. Yeah, I'd say that Bubsy 3D is probably less playable than Elf, which is which is a very low bar. So yeah. I'm voting for Bubsy 3D. All right, Chelsea. Bubsy. Uh, Crystal. I'm shocked by this result because, like, 
yes, Bubsy is a bad game, but it's also way more ambitious than Elf the movie is. Yeah. So I'm going to put in a, a minority vote so for Bubsy. Well, no, Crystal, you, you'll tie it up if you vote Bubsy. Yeah, Bubsy. All right, yeah, that ties it. Crystal, I kind of agree with you. These both suck, but Bubsy was like one of the first 3D platformers. It was kind of... Listen, at that point, you're either doomed to fail or you're going to crack the problem that no one's cracked yet. Like, I think it's it's fair to, to give you, you know, not a lot of slack. You're still number 317 out of 328, but a little bit of slack. On the other hand, 2D platformers had been good and fun for, like, yeah, over exactly. 20 years. <laughs> like, Bumpy, like, tried, but they, they crashed and burned. Like, I mean, I don't know, like... Yeah, That's but they were trying probably. something new and exciting. Elf crashed and burned at something that people had been doing since the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Bubsy. Uh, in which case, Elf is going to continue dropping right to the bottom of this sucker. Uh, number 322. Crystal, how does Elf compare to Kaze no Oka Koenite? A, hmm, this was some, I think it's a, oh, right, it's the PS1 visual novel that uh, has oh, yeah. some real, some real unfortunate character art. Just not Excuse the best. Mm, let me What's check this out. It? Uh, it's just the, mm, the person that drew these faces maybe needs to learn where um, facial features go on ahead. Imagine Wait, someone why is this game first... so low? Um, I actually don't know. It feels like it's, it, it should be low. It shouldn't be as low as it's, it is, probably. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I, know, I, I know what you're saying about the artwork, but that's pretty standard shoujo artwork. Like, it's not that, it's yeah. not brave, but it's not I, that far I, off of... I think this one got placed really early, and it was low, and just that, wait, just as a consequence of wait, that, it hasn't on. gotten a lot of reevaluation. I think, I think it's like a, a romantic visual novel, and I think one of the uh, girls you can date is your cousin. Oh, was that? You're right. I think that was an element oh, of it. Yes, that's true. That is true. Um, yep, yep. That does sound familiar. Yeah, but it says uh, right here. Regardless, I think this is. I, I, I'm, I'm going to vote for at the Windhill Park. Oh, is that what it translates to? Uh huh. Yeah. All right. That's one for that one. Uh, Chelsea. Y- uh. <laughs> yeah. Kaze no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you can just not date the cousin. Sucks that it's there, but you can just not do it. <laughs> That's true. You can avoid the bad part of this game. You can't avoid the bad part of Elf. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Emily, how about you? Kaze no Ko- Yeah, I was going to say it perfectly. Okay, Kaze no Oka Koenite. There we go. I have no idea if that's perfect. That's just the best I got. Uh, Jasmine. Uh, I'll, I'll go against the flow and just go fail from this one. All right, sure. But Kaze no Oka Koenite wins. By the way, if you know how to pronounce Japanese, send you know, send me like an audio file no, yelling no, at me. That, that, that's right. What you said. Is it for okay? What I know. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know Japanese, but I right. know how to read Japanese words romanized. I guess I tend to. So. All right, sure. I know that. Oh, here Kaze we go. Wind. Uh, Elf, it does mean wind. Elf the video game moves down to a game. Yes, it does. Made by. Made by the That's same. That's why I said you're right, Crystal. Oh. I said I'm it sorry. does mean wind. You're right. <laughs> right. I thought you said it doesn't mean wind. No, no, I would not uh, say that. It <coughs> means wind. <laughs> Elf the movie moves down to a game that 
was made by the same people as a game we took off the list for being too gross and bad. Oh boy. I think this one just barely makes the cut, but hmm. Not 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 a great pedigree, Swedish erotica, or it was like majestic games or some shit is the actual developer. Oh. <laughs> Jasmine, how does this game compare to Swedish Erotica Bachelor Party? Oh, Mystique, that's the publisher. Uh this game is breakout, except the blocks that you break are women, and the ball is an erect man, and the uh, paddle that you hit him with is uh, uh, an aphrodisiac. I don't... Uh, what? Um, I'm gonna have to give it to Elf, because breakout clones are bad. Alright, yeah. Uh, Emily. Yeah, I'll give it to Elf, because it's, right. it's weird and gross, and I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea. I want to read this real quick. Uh, Bachelor Party is a simple, straightforward Pong game, but with a wild twist. <laughs> Great. I like that. Uh, I I like Breakout. I'll vote Bachelor Party. Sure. Okay. That's that's one for Bachelor Party. Uh, Crystal, how are you, how are you voting? Uh, yeah, I'll vote for Horny Breakout. It seems to be more competent and interesting than Elf. Um, that ties it up. I uh. I'm putting Mystique in the punishment box still, I think. Uh, I'm going to vote for Elf. Okay. Yeah. Mystique? Oh, I, They're the I, Swedish erotica I'm people. Like, what, is, what does the X-Men have to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> well, she shaped we into something Mystique? very racist is the thing. Do we raise Mystique? I'm down. Uh, we don't have time for that. I'm sorry. No. All right, that leaves us with just one last game to compare Elf the movie to. Okay. Oh, we've not gotten to talk to you about this one in such a long time. Crystal, how does Elf the movie compare to Elsa Dentist Surgery Simulator? No! A, uh, what we determined at some point, I don't remember how, to be a knockoff of Elsa Dentist. This is a, a flash game, I think, where you like do... that should be the... Like where you do dentist... Or you do dentistry on everyone's favorite ice princess. No, you don't. No, you don't. What do you do? No, you don't. It's, what do you it's, do with this one? Which is a generic woman. Oh, right. It's not even Elsa from Frozen. Oh. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they um. just called it that. <laughs> right. She's just this brown-haired woman with a weird mouth. Well, there's other girls you can pick, I, I guess. Yeah, um. one of them looks vaguely like Elsa. <laughs> One of them looks like someone tried to remake Elsa and Poser and failed. And one um, looks like a, like a normal girl, like maybe like she yeah. had a hairband on. And any other one looks like maybe they're trying to go for Anna. But maybe. And you vote, Crystal. It's, it's the worst. I'll vote for Elsa class. Dentist because at least it's free. That's true. Mm. Chelsea. Uh, Elsa mm. Dentist. Damn. All right, Emily. Elf. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'll, I'll, say yeah. what, I'll say my piece when we get to the real Elsa dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine. Fake Elsa. All right, that ties it. Oh, no, it doesn't. Elsa wins. What the fuck, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> You're all monsters. Elf is... Uh, wait, we already ranked. Oh, no, oh, I'm sorry. We have one more game to go. Yeah. I missed this one. Uh, we're at number 324. Jasmine, 
How does Elf the Movie compare to Who Did I Date Last Night? This is an Xbox Live indie game wherein you went on a date last night, but you got too drunk and you don't remember the girl. You have a few clues and a pile of headshots that look like they were just blatantly stolen off of random Instagram accounts by the developer without permission. And uh, using those clues, you have to pick which photo was your date last night. It's guess who for pervs. It says you. It says it says you suffer from transient global amnesia. Yeah, I was about oh, to say okay. that. Oh, okay. Okay, I forgot about that element of it. Um, as someone whose mom got transient amnesia once, I'm not sure what the global adds to it, but the transient amnesia was like a thing that happens like once in a lifetime, super rare. I don't know what the global adds to it. Maybe it just means you forget about everything, whereas there's like localized versions. I mean, you forget specific things. I don't know. I need to look it up. Yeah. Uh, But Jasmine, how does that compare to Elf the movie? Oh, goodness. Um, I I think I'm going to give it to the mystery game. Uh, To Who Did I Date Last Night? Yeah. Okay. It's, no, tr- transient global news is exactly what my mom had, and it's not supposed to be chronic unless it's attached to like possibly epilepsy or stroke. Yeah. Hence, uh, Mike just sent me on Twitter something that says Shrek's Bizarre Adventure in the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure font. I just need to put this phone aside. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, that's one vote for who did I date last night? Emily, how are you voting? I have a for. As much as I hate these, like, $2 Xbox One games, at least this is, like, a puzzle game that requires, like, some thinking and probably works okay. So I'll go with Who Did I Date Last Night. Mm, I'm not okay. sure about that. <laughs> yeah, Chelsea. Where the questions in Who Did I Date Last Night was were, like, likes the outdoors and, like, has, <laughs> I mean, just pick has brown hair. Yeah. Well, you get eventually get more stuff. It's supposed to be like a guess who, I guess, kind of. Right, things. right. Elf. Okay, uh, that's one for Elf. Uh, Crystal. Ah, uh, gosh, this really hinges on if these photographs are stolen or properly licensed. That's true too. Here's the thing: this was a tiny indie game that no one heard anything about that probably sold for a buck on Xbox. I, I don't believe there's a world in which this person had the budget to license this many photos. Yeah, I mean, some of these look like stock photos, and some of them do look like Instagram photos. Yeah. Uh, that's so really I'm going to vote for Elf. Actually, I'm going to okay. change my vote, because that yeah. is really shitty of me to steal people's photos and put yeah. it on like, I, I just I don't see how else this game got made. There's no way this guy had the money to license a stock library folder. Also, the uh, premise you know, doesn't library. make any sense. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So who did I date last night loses elf wins for like the first time ever. I'll also say like from one of my mom at transient global amnesia, you wouldn't be able to figure it out. You have to just wait for the episode to be over. Cause I would right. like, tell her something and she'd forget it like a second later. Mm-hmm. So there was no way this would work. Like, well, it's, right. it's a game <laughs> where the replayability is built in. God. All right. Uh, Elf the movie is ranked at number 324, directly above Who Did I Date Last Night, directly below Elsa Dentist, Surgi- Sur- Elsa Dentist Surgery Simulator. Congratulations on Elf the movie for finally cracking the bottom 10. It's a bad game. It's a real bad one. 
It hit the ground so uh, Alright, only one more game until we have a full episode of games to do. Well... Yeah, oh, oh, until we have a full episode to do. Yes, yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> our next game is one that will maybe break the top half. We'll see, I guess. It's Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. This is a stealth video game where you play as the Sam Fisher. He's got three goggles on his binoculars. That's how you know he's serious. They all, they glow like all foo. Let me just read, this is a long moment game Good description. Good Luke. I don't know if I'm gonna read all of this, but let's see. Splinter Cell is a third person action game with a focus on stealth, similar to the Metal Gear Solid series. The player takes on the role of Sam Fisher, an operative for the secret organization NSA Black Operation, part of the US government. The organization deals with very sensitive missions, often taken by a third echelon splinter cell division Fisher is a part of. His missions are so discreet that if he's captured, the government will deny any such existence to that organization. To get around and reach his objectives, Fisher has a variety of moves at his disposal. He can walk, run, crouch, jump, repel, shimmy, cross horizontal wires, zip using a zip cord, and do a split jump. <laughs> <laughs> there are different approaches approaches to taking out enemies. He can use weapons, but the noise might alert guards, and that generally makes it more difficult to complete missions. Opponents can be stunned, killed, or subdued. Fisher can take, for instance, jump down from the ceiling and knock an opponent unconscious. Some enemies are needed to activate the door on passcode. Therefore, enemies can be taken hostage by holding a gun to their head. They can also be interrogated or be used as human shields. Other features include the ability to sneak through. This person just like read the manual. Just type the manual into this description. I don't forget to keep reading this. <laughs> <laughs> was the um was the title sequence one where it had like big ass billboards with actual like credits on them and it was like possibly? So looking? I've never actually played a Splinter Cell game. They always seem like games I might like, but I just never got around I, to them. I played I played a few of the newer ones that like that are co-op because I have a friend who likes to play co-op games together and we kind of just ended up playing it together. Mm -hmm. Um and I watched a friend who played Splinter Cell and I remember having like an uh, a magazine that was like Xbox magazine. Like it was like the Nintendo Power for Xbox. Yeah. But from the UK, who had an article about Splinter Cell in it and how it was like the Metal Gear killer and how it's like <laughs> right. so much better than Metal. It how it's so much better than Metal Gear. That was the thing like, always, yeah. And like it's like oh this is like Sam while Metal Gear is arcade and and like because it's an Xbox magazine, they want to tear up the PS2, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm sure once Metal Gear Two came to Xbox, they were like oh it's the Splinter Cell killer. But it did, like, try to, like, do it a little bit more... Oh, yeah, definitely. And ...less arcade -y. So I, that's, not, that's valid to say that it's, like, if you want something a little less arcade and more, like, trying to be realistic, Splinter Cell's probably more your yeah, jam. Yeah, let's see. Splinter Cell, th this game came out in November 2002. And, uh, let's see. The... A year after MGS2. Yeah, MGS2 came out in America 2001. So about a year later... Um, and yeah, I can definitely believe, like, I love MGS2, but it's definitely, they've got a lot of new technology to work with, and they're still kind of, like, sussing out the best ways to do it. I can definitely imagine this game is probably a smoother gameplay experience than that one. My yeah, I actually played a lot of this game. Oh, did you? Okay, well then, yeah, you can probably speak on it more than I can. Uh, I yeah, I think this is the Spring Cell game I played the most. Uh, it's... Definitely like a slower, more methodical game than Metal Gear, because 
Metal Gear is a tactical espionage action game. Sure. And there's a lot of sequences where it just isn't a stealth game anymore, and you have to do some action sure. for a while. And that's not what Splinter Cell is. Like, you are a, a stealthy sneak man throughout the entire game. Okay. Uh, and, like, I remember the big thing with this game was the lighting. Like, it was really impressive technically at the time. And it was also an important yeah. gameplay mechanic because most of the sure. stealth relied on light and shadow. Like, you could okay, shoot out okay. light bulbs to create more darkness to hide in and stuff. It sounds like a game I'd like. Uh, Jasmine, what were you saying? Oh, I was just asking, uh, do you know if it's pro or anti-imperialism? Because that's the main... I mean, I get the sense it's probably pretty pro. pro. I don't remember anything about the story. Yeah, the uh, they were too busy explaining all the different split kicks you can do in this description <laughs> to describe the story of it at all. Well, if it's like any other Tom Clancy game, it's like... Right, it's a Tom Clancy property. It's probably pretty pro-U.S. military. Uh, Let's see if I can find anything on Wikipedia about the plot of this game. So the president of Georgia is assassinated, and a billionaire is trying to take over the country, and then the Mm. NSA is like, I don't want that. Okay, that's... I guess, sure. Uh, well, but... Mm, oh, wait, no, president of, jo- president of Georgia, so the nation Georgia, not like... The, yeah. They don't call no, the governor the, of the state the of Georgia. state of Georgia. <laughs> right. There's no president. God damn it, <laughs> I do declare I'm going to assassinate the president of Georgia. <laughs> uh, Americans will never stop making that mistake. There's a point where Georgia there's a new... Georgia has become a country state. It's, it's declared separatism from the U.S., yeah, so it's uh, it's a very imperialist game where we're going into metal with the country. the power dynamics of a foreign nation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know that's that's worth keeping in mind. Now, to be fair, the uh, the Georgian billionaire was gonna nuke the United States. Uh, sure. Yeah, that's I hear that's you. what they told him. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if anything, that that just makes it a little skeevier because then it's like this is just propaganda for why we have to, to be like that. Yeah, the fifth uh. freedom, man. <laughs> anyway, keeping all that in mind, let's let's hop in on this one. Uh, Crystal, how does Splinter Cell compare to game number 165, which is, of course, obviously the game Chameleon Twist, the 3D for puzzle, puzzle platformer starring a chameleon man. You're voting Splinter Cell? Mm-hmm. All right, Chelsea, how about you? I thought Crystal said move over, Splinter Cell. <laughs> <laughs> Splinter Cell. All right, that's two for Splinter Cell. Uh, Emily? I'm going for Splinter Cell. Okay, uh, and Jasmine? Uh, Chameleon Twist, I always wanted to play it. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's... I'm going to end up... There's no screenshots of it. I don't like that. I want to I'm going to end up downloading, like, an N64 emulator and playing Chameleon Twist and being heartbroken by just how shitty it is. Oh, uh, probably, yeah. Will you really There's be no way it is not just hot trash. <laughs> Will you really be heartbroken? No, because I, mean, I kind of am expecting it. I mean, you could actually have a, a love on for Glover. Oh, boy. I, I was never... I rented Glover once. I did not ever really get into it. Yeah, I played Glover and liked it. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine, how does Splinter Cell compare to Destiny 2014, the bungee game where you grab hydrogen from the moon until your gun's good enough to do the one good part of the game? So it's a, um, it's a co-op sort of MMO-ish sort of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much so. Yeah, I'd, I'd say... Um, 
guard for Destiny then. Okay, that's one for Destiny. Emily? So, this, I've watched a good video of Chameleon Twist, so it doesn't look that bad. Um, but I'm going to vote for uh, a Splinter Cell. Okay. I didn't like the first Destiny very much when I played it. It might have sure. been better later on, but yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like I had a really bad time with the end of Destiny that has really soured my experience with all of it. It was fine. I liked it enough. Uh, Chelsea, how are you voting? Destiny. Okay. And Crystal. Ah, uh, God. Splinter Cell. Yeah, you like both these games. That ties it. I'm going Splinter Cell. I'm lukewarm on Destiny, and Splinter Cell sounds fun. I, I would say like another reason to go for Splinter Cell is because Splinter Cell like tried to do something new where it's like, eh, not a destiny that's not fair destiny did, i mean it's a shooter it's a shooter yeah, it's but it, it was MMO. trying to like it was trying to be like a, a hybrid of like a shooter and an mmo and kind of do not not a totally new thing but it was definitely trying something a little different i mean it was bungie moving away from the halo property so that's something sure yeah i i yeah i don't know i guess but i think splitter cell is like oh it's, we're trying to like redefine a genre kind of thing at least on the console, but there might yeah. be like PC games that were more like stealthy. But sure, I yeah. I don't know. I feel like every video game now is trying to be at least a little bit like Destiny, and that's you know, yeah. Uh, it's not like a good thing. Well, no, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying if you want to talk about genre defining, Destiny's pretty high up there. I'm, well, okay. it's I'm, not as much as Splinter Cell though. Splinter Cell was the first like kind of sim stealth game, while Destiny's just another shooter. Like sure. it's not really applicable. What Anyways, are you saying, Crystal? I'm reading the uh, Wikipedia article on Splinter Cell: The Fifth Freedom. Okay, which one is that one? A uh, few presidents have ever granted the Fifth Freedom. It's the right to defend our laws by breaking them, to safeguard secrets by stealing them, to save lives by Ooh. taking them. Do whatever it takes Ooh. to protect your country. The Fifth Freedom is my own. I'm Sam Fisher. I'm a Splinter Cell. So that's pretty basic stuff, right? You, you can do with sure, assassination cliche. Um, yeah. And in the trivia section here, the fifth freedom does not actually exist in the real world. Although you saw the concept. That is interesting trivia. I didn't realize that in 2018. The United States never does illegal black ops. No, well, the president personally doesn't at the very least. Uh, Crystal, how does... Uh, God, <laughs> how does Splinter Cell compare to Bomberman 64, uh, the Bomberman game for the N64 that I really loved as a child? Uh, uh, Splinter Cell. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Yeah, Bomberman. Okay. Uh, that's one for each. Emily. I'm looking at the screenshots for Bomberman 64. Like, what kind of game is it? Is it not just a normal Bomberman game? It looks like uh, like th there's a multiplayer mode. That's kind of what you would expect at a Bomberman. But then there was also a like single player sort of adventure thing where you were solving like environmental puzzles with bombs. Uh, to, oh, to get probably, to I get full completion, you had to um, do a bunch of completely out of nowhere puzzles. So it it it, it scratched my completionist itch. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of weird puzzles, like. T taking advantage of, like, the weird geometry of N64 games. Sure, sure. So, like, when I, when I first started Bomberman 64, I'm like, well, I'm not really into competitive games. Like, it's a cool competitive game. It's not really my thing. But then when you when I see it, and I see it's got, like, a, a campaign where you have to, like, yeah. puzzles and stuff. Like, that sounds really cool. And I, and I honestly, I'd probably rather play Bomberman than, than Splinter Cell. Because even though I think Splinter is a cool game, I don't think I could play it myself. It sounds like it's a little too methodical for me. Sure, that's fair. All right, that's two for Bomberman. Uh, Jasmine. Uh, yeah, I was going to vote Bomberman from the jump on this one. I just love the storyline, and I wish I they had ever translated Bomberman 5. Man, yeah. 
Uh, okay, I was gonna be really split on this one, but uh, that's fine because it's definitively for Bomberman. Nice. Uh, in which case, Splinter Cell scoots down the. That. What's that? Did not expect that. I thought it would yeah. go higher. Yeah, I thought it would too. But uh, Splinter Cell scoots down the list to number 61. Uh, Jasmine, how does it compare to <laughs> Clue Finder's Fourth Grade Adventures Puzzle of the Pyramid, an educational game starring a crew of fourth graders in, in Egypt where they awaken, is it Set? Yes. It's some Egyptian god, yeah. And they have to, you know, use fourth grade trivia to seal this ancient god. So, this, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's also a uh, Clue Finder sixth grade on the list somewhere. Yes. Isn't That's correct, yes. Okay, um, I'm going to have to give it to Splinter Cell for this one. Okay, the sixth That's one is the plant one. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's one for Splinter Cell. Emily? Um, I'm going to go for Splinter Cell. Okay. Chelsea? Love those Clue Finders. Okay. <laughs> Crystal? Splinter Cell. All right, that is three for Splinter Cell. It moves up the list to number 51. Crystal, how does Splinter Cell compare oh, to boy. Stunt Island? A game where you're on an island oh, and you can choose this. a variety from, of I planes. I saw this on the video on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we did this one in the live episode. Uh, you can control a variety of vehicles and do six stunts and make your own movies out of it. I'm going to vote for Splinter Cell because it didn't destroy Dustin's data plan. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't the one that destroyed Dustin's data uh, plan. I'm pretty sure it contributed. Yeah. Uh, Emily. Stunt looks interesting and everything, but I'm going to go for Splinter Cell. All right. Chelsea. Splinter Cell. All right. And Jasmine. Yeah, Splinter Cell. All right. Splinter Cell takes it unanimously and moves up to number 46. Jasmine, how does it compare to Titanfall, the competitive shooter where you're in a future war against mining corporations or some shit, and you gotta do sick parkour, and if you do the parkour good enough, they're like, damn, you're really good, here's a mech. Uh, yeah, the parkour already had me, but then you point out the mech aspect, so yeah, definitely. Right, but then sometimes you can do parkour on a mech and, like, ride it like a mechanical bull and rip its power core out, and it's fucking awesome. Uh, the only way it would be better if you, if you then had, like, a third tier of mech that you had to parkour the regular-sized mech on. Oh, shit, that oh would God. be good. Just go and log on it. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, is that a vote for Titanfall? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Emily. Yeah, I'm going to go Titanfall. Okay. Uh, I, I feel like I just talked myself into playing more Titanfall 2. <laughs> uh, I what if you played some so Titanfall bad. 1? Crystal, we could just play Titanfall One together. <laughs> yeah, it's. We could do that co oh, that like horde mode with each other. Yeah, I don't think anyone's playing it anymore. Yeah, some people probably are. I. Uh. Yeah, we could. We listen. We should talk later. <laughs> uh, Chelsea, how are you voting? Titanfall. All right, and Crystal. I I I played some Titanfall One and Titanfall Two back to back the other day, and it's really yeah. remarkable. How Titanfall 1 is not only vastly superior, but also the greatest shooter ever made. It's really fun. I just go back to that game intermittently every couple of weeks, and I've I've never regretted it. Every match is a good time. It's it's a really fun game. I'm gonna why, why is Titanfall 2 worse? I mean, like, it's gotta... But okay. <laughs> Alright. Uh, yeah, Titanfall wins, and uh, Splinter Cell moves down to number 48. Crystal, how does Titanfall compare to Solar Flux? This was not, this was a recent game. Oh, I remember this one, it looked cool. 
Uh, this is a uh, like arcadey game where you have to collect plasma to inject into a sun, but also the sun is very hot and you have to like dodge between planets and meteors to use a shade to keep from overheating to and like use their gravity to slingshot around and it actually looks like a pretty rad game. Yeah, Solar Flux looks cool, but I will be voting for Splinter Cell. Yeah, that's fair. Chelsea. Solar Flux. Alright, Emily. Um Splinter Cell. And Jasmine. Why doesn't the Enterprise just come in and shoot it with missiles? Uh, mm. uh I get <laughs> I guess I don't know. Uh, yeah, for Splinter Cell for that one. Alright, that's three for Splinter Cell. Solar Flux loses. And Splinter Cell moves up to number 47, its final game. Jasmine, how does it compare to Prey 2017, the immersive sim where there's mimics and you're on a space station and there's some weird psychochemical shit happening? I don't know. I, I need to play this game. They announced an expansion for it, and I might wait till that comes out to play it. I haven't played it yet. I have the access to it, but um, mm-hmm. my main complaint is that it has a finite amount of resources, so I'm going to go for Splinter Sure. Cell. Okay. Uh, Emily? I think I'm going to go with Prey. I think I'd rather play Prey. Okay. Uh, Chelsea? Prey. Crystal? I really love the finite resources in Prey and the fact that everything you touch in the world stays where you left it. That's impressive on, like, a technical level. Uh, It creates a really interesting tension in the late stage of the game where you have basically exhausted all of the resources on the station. Right. And you just desperately need to scrounge to make it to the end. Okay, yeah. I can see that being cool. Uh, Alright, Prey takes it. In which case, Splinter Cell is placed at number 48. Directly above Solar Flux, directly below Prey. And now, and now we just have a regular episode to go. Yep. Now we get five more games to go. <laughs> 46, 47, 48 is a hell of a trilogy. Uh, yeah, that's that's three really good games. Those are the Crystal games. Yeah, that's, that's Crystal Row. Uh, all right. Our next game, game number four of this eight-game episode, is Pac-Man Pizza Parlor. A game that I saw the title of and immediately got extraordinarily excited. <laughs> Pac-Man Pizza Parlor is a time management game where Pac-Man helps a girl called Kathy in running the family pizza parlor. After oh, it's her, cute. After her father has lost his memory. Oh. <laughs> That's a like in other time management. Like in other time management games, it involves serving customers drinks and meals before they get angry and leave. The screen is divided into two sides. On the left is where Kathy works, and behind the counter and on the right is a conveyor belt where Pac-Man collects the ingredients and prepares the meals before sending them over to the counter where Kathy can serve them. For dishes, Kathy first has to use the oven to cook them. Like in other games of its kind, it uses the mouse, first... First by clicking on the ingredients, then the prepared meal, and finally the customer. Later in the game, the ghosts will appear on the conveyor belt. (laughs) They're stationary and cannot kill, but upon contact will lead to a points penalty. Sometimes they turn into fruit, and they can be eaten for bonus points. The story mode is divided... The story mode? (laughs) Is divided into weeks where each of the first six days involves one level of play. For each day, the player has to reach specific goals for earnings and meals served to move on to the next. The money earned can then be spent on upgrades and decorations for the restaurant. This includes more space on the counter, an extra oven, and speed increases for Kathy and Pac-Man. 
The seventh day is a bonus level that involves a match three game where items of the same kind have to be matched so that an item is revealed. In addition to the story mode, there's an endless mode with an unlimited amount of customers. I am grabbing my phone that I set aside and downloading this game. <laughs> oh, and it's on Windows. It's not a phone game. Okay, sure. Yeah, it's his mouse. Damn, okay. They look at, they look at the screenshots. It's like comic book cinematics and stuff. Like, it looks awesome. This game looks kind of great. <laughs> I love it. I, wow. There's like some guys in a suit are like, all right, give us 5,000 and we'll leave for now. And it's like, oh, what the? What's this going game basically on? sounds like Overcooked, except Pac Man is there. Yeah. Oh, I, I love it. This game sounds kind of great. Now, how familiar now, is everyone like with time management games? Not very, but you're, you're more familiar with that sort of game. Why don't you, uh, yeah, what, what's your, yeah, what oh, do you have to say? I like them. Oh, you like them? Okay, good. I thought you were like, guys, slow your roll. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I just wanted to know if, like, you're just now discovering this genre and, like, oh, welcome. No, I've seen people play these type of games before and I've seen it on, like, flash sites and stuff. Like, Yeah. I'm very bad at them, but I am proud for anyone who can actually manage time. I'm, yeah, I'm... I mean, it's my job, essentially. I work a cashier at a, at a restaurant. Sure, yeah. So this is kind of no. my job. We'll see. <laughs> it's, it's not really my job, but... Uh, I, I feel like managing time efficiently is a real power fantasy for me. <laughs> Should I become a, a cashier at a fast food restaurant? No, I'd rather not. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> it's your dream uh, job, though. All right. Yeah, let's let's talk about... Let's see how this game stacks up. I'm, I'm into it. I'm very into this game. Uh, it's going to start at number 167. Jasmine, how does it compare to Metal Arms Glitch in the System, a 3D action platformer where you play as a little metal guy that jumps into bigger metal guys to solve puzzles and fight bad guys? Uh, I'm going to have to give it to Pac-Man. Okay. Emily? I heard this Metal Arms game is really good. I've heard but, it's decent. But also, I mean, I like robots and stuff, too. It just looks sure. really cool, but... I just, I just talking about how much I love this pizza game. Yeah. <laughs> pizza or robots, Emily? You can only choose one. This I ain't a Chuck E. Cheese. You can't have I, both of them. I roll the dice. It was, it was a one, which is below five, so pizza. <laughs> oh, okay. It was really weighted and heavy in favor of pizza. I'm guessing no, a D10. It was like, yeah, yeah, it's a D10. Oh, it's a D10. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Jasmine. Chelsea. <laughs> God, give it to pizza. Yeah. Uh, Crystal. Metal Arms is a real rough one to have in the middle of the list, which I think is a mm. consequence of us ranking too many good games. Yeah, kinda. Because I, I actually do genuinely think it's a real good game, a real good like yeah. Ratchet and Clank-like for mm -hmm. other I've platforms besides a PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Jim Sterling swears by it. <laughs> uh, but I want to see Pac-Man on the top half of this list. Yeah. But I like Metal Arms more, so I'll vote for it. Okay, that ties it. I'm absolutely voting for the Pac-Man Pizza Parlor. Do you think at Pac-Man's Pizza Parlor they serve you like almost a full pizza, but just with like oh, one slice but it's missing? like Pac-Man shaped. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. I need. Oh, we need to find some screenshots of the pizzas. They better. Be no, they're just full. Oh man, that's a real missed opportunity. <laughs> that might hurt this game going forward. Frankly, <laughs> it, it comes with a wow. swallow garlic pizza and the cutout slice. Yeah, as the power pellet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, there is... Uh, Patty's restaurant. Pac-Man's just helping out. 
That's true. That's true. Pac-Man is not here to take over the restaurant. He's here to be supportive. Which is great. Good, yeah. good boy, Pac-Man. <laughs> Reset, I thought you said good boyfriend, Pac-Man. <laughs> no, good boy. Man, if this I mean, game had oh, dating sim elements also. I thought Pac-Man was dating Dave Strata. He'd be like, no, Kathy, I, I have a wife and kids. <laughs> like, my passion for you, Pac-Man, is... Too strong! Uh, Kiss me, fool! <laughs> Pac-Man moves up, wow, right away to number 84. Crystal, how does this game compare to Overcooked? A very oh. similar game, but you have analog <laughs> control of the the cooks and it's multiplayer and you have to like manage the food without bumping into each oh, other and getting damn. in each other's way. And it's really fun, but also hard. Hmm. You guys played it together too, right? Yeah, me and Chelsea played it a lot. We need more oh, people yeah, to play with your, us. It's your, it's your cute tw Twitter avatars. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Our Twitter avatars are, are us as overcooked people. What'd you say, Crystal? When did Overcooked come out? Uh, I think last year. Yeah, 2016. Uh, okay. That's, so cool. so... that's two years ago. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Yeah. You're right. So is Pac-Man <laughs> a ripoff of Cook Serve Delicious? I feel like that's just a whole no, genre. It, I don't know yeah, it's, where. It's a whole, it's a whole genre. I, I think we could chase that rabbit hole pretty deep to find the first no, one the, of this kind of game. There was definitely one that, like, kicked off the recent trends. That's true. Namco Bandai made one for some reason. You're probably right, yeah. I remember there was, there was one on, like, like there was, like, like Hell's Kitchen games on Wii that were time management games. Oh, yeah, that's right. They did do that. Yeah, so, like. this game was 2010. Wasn't there? Oh wow, yeah, that's that's pretty early. That's that predates Cook Serve Delicious, I think. So I'm, I'll vote for Pac-Man. Okay, yeah, that's that's two for. Well, no, that's one for Pac-Man. Chelsea, how do you vote? I just loved over. I love Overcooked too much. I don't go on one yeah. that. Okay, Emily. I think Pac-Man is a really cool game and like a really good like example. Like just based off like what we've seen of it, I haven't played it, but like yeah, it looks like a good example of the genre. But this looks like. An advancement of it and it's sure. multiplayer and like it looks adorable like it looks like a full release while the other one looks like oh it's a cute game you could play on like a website but there's a level like... where like ha the the kitchen is split across two semi trucks that you have there's to like chef. jump there's across to like it's like okay i got the food out of the bin but now i gotta jump over here to slice it and then jump back to cook it Ugh. Yeah, that's really cool. Like, and like the fact that you guys play it together, and like, yeah, like you two play it together. And you have those adorable avatars. I'm gonna go cook. I'm gonna go for overcooked, and I right. love this cat chef as well. It's a yeah, really good cat chef. That's that's two for overcooked. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jasmine, I I was gonna go for overcooked specifically because of the truck yeah. level. So, yeah, I think this game this would be a hard call for me, but overcooked has an extraordinarily unfair advantage in that. I have a lot of positive memories of playing it with my girlfriend. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, like it, it definitely has an edge in most fights. I, I really do think it's it's probably a better game than like, it, yeah. it looks like there's like a lot of variety. With yeah, and I think and it's, yeah, it, you know, I think the fact that you control an avatar that walks around, this one looks like you sort of click around more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the Pac-Man one's good and cute for what it is, but this is like, yeah. wow, this is a really good game. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, All right, so that, that go ahead. definitely uh, weighted my own vote on it because you two are cute as hell. So. Aw, well, thank you. <laughs> All right, so Pac-Man Pizza Parlor moves down to game number 125. Jasmine, how does it fare against SpongeBob SquarePants, SpongeBob's Truth or Square? Oh, man. Wow, we have not talked about this one in a long time. Yeah. This is in Wii and Xbox 360 game. I think it's just a platformer, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a uh, mascot platformer starring the Sponge Man. Oh, I thought it'd be Sponge like Pop. a I thought it'd be like a a quiz show thing with like the Celebrity Squares thing. Uh, no, that's just the name of it. I think there's an episode of the show called that, and they just grabbed a random episode to name this game after. Uh, Pac-Man. Okay. Uh, Emily. SpongeBob's a really good character, and I've heard these games are okay, but they're also kind of buggy from, like, one of the Did You Know Games I watched, so I don't know, mm. it's hard. Yeah, yeah, Okay. What do you that's got? Nice. Oh, well. I guess I'm going for pizza. Okay, that's two for Pac-Man's Pizza Parlor. <laughs> Chelsea. It's actually kind of hard, because, like... It looks like a pretty decent, like, 3D platformer. It looks totally fine, like, yeah. I'm pretty sure the the THQ SpongeBob platformers are actually pretty good. Are actually mm. pretty reliable for, like, yeah. being yeah, yeah. somewhat, you know, that's, that's kind of what THQ's bread and butter was for a long time, was, like, licensed platformers and stuff. Um, But then again, there's, like, three or four of those THQ Spongebob games. And there's mm. only one Pac-Man pizza. <laughs> That's true. Really, it really does look cute. Like those, those comic book cinematics are adorable. And they, yeah. I, I will say, this, game. this, is really such a, this is such a shitty nitpick. I don't like the tight face of the word bubbles in the comic panels. That, that isn't great. That is, that's true, but it's not the best type font, but the art yeah. is the best. So. Anyway, you voting pizza, Chelsea? I'm voting pizza. All right, that's three for pizza. Uh, Crystal, do you have uh, a dissenting vote? Uh, in honor of THQ essentially reforming, I'm going to yeah. throw in a minority vote for Sponge Robert. Man, that whole thing is weird. <laughs> Sponge Robert. Man, that is his real name, isn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> Where do you get this game? SpongeBob game. Look it up. All right, so Pac-Man Pizza Parlor moves up I mean, the no, list. I mean, uh, Pac-Man games. Yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't looked yet. Uh, Pac-Man Pizza Parlor moves up the list to number 104. Crystal, how does it compare to Conduit 2, the Wii first-person shooter where you go around and shoot a bunch of guys, and then at the end, Abraham Lincoln's like, we need you to solve the time mysteries, and then you go off to have time adventures, but you don't see him. It's the end of the game. The Wemo and Nunchuck is the best version of first-person shooter controls. I agree! I Conduit 2. That is a that is an unpopular opinion that I share completely. I share it too. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea, it's how do you? Apparently, a popular opinion on this podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh... I'm glad I've surrounded myself with good people. <laughs> shit. Pac-Man Pizza Parlor. <laughs> Jasmine, did you say shit? I said shit because I, I couldn't. Oh, shit. I couldn't. I couldn't finish fucking Metroid Prime Three. I love Metroid Prime. No, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Emily, pizza or conduit? Um, I'm gonna go over the conduit. But I've also found Pac-Man's Pizza Parlor for two for two ninety nine on this website. Uh huh. And I have some money on my PayPal, so I think I'm gonna pick it up. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's two for. Yeah. What's up? So, is is there more to the plot? Where where does Abraham like come into this? Literally the last cutscene of the game. Oh. Uh, you you beat the last boss and a time portal opens up and Abe Lincoln and I think George Washington also mm-hmm. come out in power armor and are like, we need you to solve the timeline pro- crisis and then you go with them through the portal and cut to credits, yeah. like setting up for a sequel that never got made. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Pac-Man Pizza. Okay, 
Uh, that's a tie. Hmm. Conduit I, mean, I would to... highly advise giving any money to this sketchy-looking website. <laughs> Big Fish? No, Big Fish is... is... Well, I... Me and Big Fish go way back. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I trust them, but, okay. you know, Ch- it's Chelsea, a long relationship. Would you give them your credit card information? Possibly. It's, not, it's, my, okay. it's my PayPal, but... Oh. Um... Hmm. um <coughs> boy, Pete... Uh, Pac-Man Pizza Parlor is a really good name, is the main thing. <laughs> I just like saying it. I think... Good alliteration. Yeah. I think I'm going to oh, give it to Pac-Man Pizza Parlor by a nose. You get a 30% discount for um, for just having a big t- big fish game club free trial, which I don't know what the heck that is. Mm, That's yeah. just a you know what? Stool. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I, I, I need to find another place to buy this game. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine, how does Pac-Man Pizza Parlor? It's on Amazon. That's okay. Yeah. Compared to game number ninety-four, Picross 3D, a fantastic puzzle game for the Nintendo DS, where you gotta use your puzzle-solving noodle to make um, very squared-off sculptures of things. I extremely love Picross and. I, Hell yeah. I want to play this game and I have not had the chance to yet, so I'm just okay. giving it a vote for me. Uh Emily. I think I'd rather play the Pac-Man Pizza game. Okay. Chelsea. Picross. Crystal. Pac-Man. Uh I think that ties it, right? I mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I zoned out and did not mark down the votes. But yes, that ties it up. I'm gonna give it to Picross. Because Picross 3D rules. Picross so Pac-Man. Yeah. Pac-Man moves down to number 99. uh, Crystal, how does Pac-Man compare to Sinistar, the arcade space shooter where you got to collect the parts of the Cinnabomb to kill a giant skull spaceship who uses one of the first video game examples of voice acting to go all like, I am Sinistar at you. I wouldn't mind a Cinnabon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Pac... Pac-Man. Okay, yeah. Chelsea. Pac-Man. Okay. Uh, Emily. I can't buy Pac-Man on Amazon because I'm from Canada. Oh, damn. I'm sorry. What's the game against? Uh, Sinistar. Pac-Man. It's okay. <laughs> Jasmine. Uh, yeah, Pac-Man. All right, yeah. Pac-Man wins. Uh, I continue to be the only person enthused about Sinistar. <laughs> I mean, I like Sinistar. I just, like, sure. think I would, like... No, no, that's entirely fair. That's entirely Pac-Man fair. Pac-Man better. Uh, Jasmine, how does Pac-Man do against game number 96, Sonic Adventure? The launch game for the Dreamcast that launched Sonic's 3D career into the garbage. <laughs> uh, Fuck you, Sonic Adventure's <laughs> awesome. Garbage. Oh, I only ever played uh, two battles, so... Uh, okay, yeah. Never... Well, imagine that one, but somehow worse. <laughs> It's not... Hey, come on, I have played Sonic Heroes. <laughs> Sonic is great, and Luke's wrong. Um, oh, oh, wait, whoa, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you going to argue with me that Sonic Adventure's not worse than Sonic Adventure 2? Listen. It's not much worse. <laughs> but it is worse. I was correct. Yeah. Pac-Man, okay, but I... Pac-Man has two characters. Sonic Adventure mm-hmm. has six. Sonic mm-hmm. Adventure wins. Okay. That's one vote for Sonic Adventure, Emily. Sonic Adventure. Yeah. Uh, I really shoot myself in the foot when it comes to Sonic Adventure, because I always shit-talk it to the point that everyone wants a spite vote for it. 
<laughs> Chelsea. Um, pizza party. All right. Uh, Crystal. Have y'all seen Sinistar Unleashed? It looks awesome. <laughs> no, what is Sinistar Unleashed? It's a 1999 3D sequel to Sinistar. I posted Holy a couple screenshots. That sounds cool. What the fuck can I buy this game that's not a <laughs> shitty-ass website? <laughs> Probably oh. goodoldgames.com? Yeah. Uh, no, anyway, I, I, I'm going to vote for Sonic Adventure. All right. That is three for Sonic Adventure. And once again, that uh, insufferable hedgehog escapes my clutches pac-man moves up the or moves down the list to uh number 97 uh oh crystal how does pac-man pizza parlor compare to the black-eyed peas experience <laughs> there's no pac-man games on gog oh man uh, uh this yeah, is a I like the black-eyed peas if i remember right this is a like dancing game, like Just Dance, with uh, an exclusively Black Eyed Peas playlist. So it's Britney's dancing. Yeah, Ennis made it. Black Same developer Peas. as Elite Beat Agents. Oh wow, really? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. We talked about that last time. Yeah. We talked about this game. Okay. Yeah, okay. Black Eyed Peas. All right, that is one for Black Eyed Peas. Emily. I'm not a big fan of that band, to be honest. So I'm gonna go with the Pac-Man Pizza Parlor that I can't buy that I really want to. Chelsea. I, I I looked up Pac-Man Pizza Parlor on Amazon and I found stickers to make your place uh, PS4 look like a pizza box. Oh <laughs> shit, that's so good. Um, shit, what were we voting for? Uh, uh, Black Eyed Peas Experience versus Pac-Man. Black Eyed Peas Experience. Okay, uh, that's two for Black Eyed Peas. Uh, Jasmine. Uh, Britney's Dancing Peas. <laughs> All right. Uh, Black Eyed Peas wins, and Pac-Man Pizza Parlor moves down to number 98. Jasmine, how does it compare to Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine? This is a 3D adventure game starring everyone's favorite Harrison Ford man, Indiana Jones. That's probably not true. I don't care. Um, it's kind of like Tomb Raider. It's like Tomb Raider, but Indiana Jones. Pizza All right. Uh, Emily. Pizza power. It's stuff that keeps us going. Great, cool. Chelsea. That, that's from uh, Ninja Turtles Out of Your Shells Tour. All right. I believe you. Pizza, pizza. <laughs> All right. And Crystal. That's from Ninja Turtles. Y'all seen that new movie, Ready Player One? Oh. Is that out yet? I didn't no, think it was yet. yet. It's got Indiana Chris Jones and Back to the Future and the <laughs> Iron Giant in it. Crystal, have you? do you have an advanced screener of... Ready Player One? It's pretty epic. Oh, shit. You gotta... Can we watch it together? Beloved 80s character, Tracer. Yeah, exactly. Can we stop talking about <laughs> Ready Player One? I'm so sick of hearing about Ready Player One. Well, I hate to break it to you, hun. You got a few more weeks of it to go. Uh, I'm gonna vote for Indiana Jones. All right. Uh, Pac-Man's Pizza Parlor wins uh, and moves up to... Uh, I think that might clinch it. Yep, it's ranked it at number 98. It. What's that? It might clinch it. It does clinch it. Pac-Man's Pizza Parlor. Uh, like the uh, name that I'm actually starting to get a little tired of saying, even though I loved it at first. Uh, is ranked at number 98, directly above Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine, directly below the Black Eyed Bees experience. <sighs> That's four games uh. done. Just four to go. <laughs> We're halfway done, everybody. I'm disappointed that this next game is not about birds. Sure. I thought it would be. Burps. Yeah. 
our next like burps. our next oh, game is go go birdie chance this is a golf game for the turbo graphics cd go go birdie chance is an anime style golf game the player controls female high school students who assemble a golf team and wish to remain undefeated the story oh, mode yeah. contains extensive text-based cutscenes depicting the girl's struggle against an arrogant male golfer, with golf matches proceeding as dictated by the plot. The free mode allows one or two players to select any of the three available characters and compete against each other or computer AI. It's possible to select golf club types, course terrain, strike types, and the player's strong hand. Strength and direction of the shot is determined by stopping a moving bar at the right moment. This game looks awesome. This game looks yeah. kind of good. <laughs> this, it looks fucking great. It sounds like these could easily be like a uh, martial artist cameo that show up in fucking random one half. Well, this, yeah. is just like, this is just like a sports anime. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A game. I, I love sports I, anime. I'm just googling. I wonder if this is based on a sports anime like that slam dunk game or if this is it, its own thing. I think it might be something, but it, it's because it's kind of like because you know there's lots of VNs like that too. But like yeah, like this, this like it's about like a bunch of girls who who like make this golfing club trying to show up a boy. Like that's fucking awesome. I want right. to play this game. I'm so <laughs> mad. Yeah, that it's not in English. It's what what? Oh, golf story. Yeah, yeah kinda. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Man, golf story was disappointing. And like the, the, the pixel art's nice. Like I like the girl designs. They're cool. Like yeah, I, I like it. It's so eighties. Yeah, there's a. Uh... There's a girl on the ground, like, kneeling, head sunken, and the uh, caption just says, moment of weakness. Like, there's there's, there's some pathos <laughs> to this golf story. I love it! I love it! Except I she's wearing shut off! Power Pro Coom? Oh, hmm, maybe. I guess we'll find out. Uh, let's see. Let's let's do some placing on Go Go Birdie Chance. It's a cute name, too. Yeah. Uh, we're starting at game number 164 for Go Go Birdie Chance. Crystal, how does it compare to Die by the Sword, Limb from Limb, a PC game where you're on an adventure to fucking slice up all the monsters and bad guys to save a princess, but then they released an expansion where you can play as the princess, if I remember right? And go, do some... Go, Birdie Chance. All right. Uh, Emily. Definitely go, 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 birdie chance. All right. Love those golfing girls. Chelsea. Um, go, go, birdie chance. Jasmine. Unanimous. Everyone loves that go, go, birdie chance. It's super cute and good. I love the yeah, yeah. golf gir- birdie chance. Shh. Uh, it's a good we, game. Yeah. Uh, we're moving up to number 82. Jasmine. How does Go Go Birdie Chance compare to Deadly Premonition, an action-adventure game inspired by Twin Peaks where you play as a man who's secretly his own twin brother as he tries to solve the mystery of some girl what got murdered? Thanks for, uh, for like, spoiling that on me. It, listen, I've spoiled it so many times. Frankly, Go Go Birdie Chance probably has less misogyny in it, so I'll go with that one. I'm trying to remember, like, I'm not saying there wasn't any misogyny in Deadly Premonition, but it's not jumping out at me in my memory. It probably was there because it's a video game. I mean, the game opens with, like, a woman, like, attached to a tree, like, naked. And, That's true. And like, a snake. You could say that, but I mean, like, it, I don't know. It, yeah. big, it did have a big trans misogyny bit, too. Oh, wait, it did? Oh, did it? oh, fuck. I did not remember that element of it. Fuck. 
Uh, Emily. I really like Deadly Premonition, like what it, what it, like it looks like in like the yeah. kind of weird kind of game it represents. Like it even, um, we're gonna be playing a tabletop game. It's like similar to that kind of shit soon. I'm really excited about Kinda, that. Kinda, yeah. Um, um, because well, I mean, it's like Twin Peaks, but like, uh, yeah. I, I, after missing the trans massage, I don't think I could like, without getting yeah. more context to it. I, it, it's probably bad no matter what. I gotta say that. Go Go Booty Chance is a happy game about girls golfing, so fuck sure. it. Alright, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, what's up, I guess? Deadly Premonition. Ooh. Yeah, I really like Go Go Birdie Chance. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Crystal. Go. Go. <laughs> Birdie Chance. Now, have is you like looked at a video? Is that actually just... something in the game, or you just decided that's the chant? No, I'm. It's based on uh, the Runaways as Cherry Bomb. Oh, okay. Uh, Go Go Birdie Chance moves up to number forty-two. Crystal, how does it fare against Darkened Sky, a game go, you had some cool words for before? <laughs> yeah, Chelsea, Darkened Sky or Go Go Birdie Chance? Yeah, Go Go Birdie Chance. Uh, Emily. As much as I love Dark and Sky, this Go Go Birdie Chance game is still in my heart, and I I love it. Okay. I'm, if uh, I can be Japanese, I would play it immediately. I'm yeah. gonna need a refresher on Dark and Sky. Dark and Sky is the action adventure game where you play as a young woman named Sky, who is a sorceress who has to save the world using the magic of Skittles. Oh, um, yeah, Dark and Sky. Okay, that's one vote for Dark and Sky. Go Go Birdie Chance takes it. I mean, look at this. I will say that, like, look at the box art for Dark and Sky. It's so good. I thought I convinced Marl to vote for it once, just showing up the box art. I think it was Marl. <laughs> oh, God, that box so art is so like my friend's art. <laughs> There's plainly a Skittles S in the gem on her ring. Is there? It's for her own name. I don't. Anyway. Um... <laughs> uh, what if that's the final twist of Dark and Sky? Your name isn't Sky. It's Skittles. <laughs> oh wow! In a world uh, where magic sleeps, she is the wake-up call. So, <laughs> Jasmine, how does action fantasy? How does Dark and Sky compare to Stardew Valley? Wait, wait, a delightful. Wait, wait, wait. A delightful. Dark it's not Dark and Sky. Oh, I'm sorry, not Dark and Sky. Not Dark and Sky. Go go. How does Go Go Birdie Chance compare to Stardew Valley? A delightful farming game where you farm. Oh, delightfully. Valley's very cute. Uh, I can play it. Stardew. All right, that's one vote for Stardew Valley. Emily. Yeah, I'm gonna Stardew because it's like it's it's really cute and mm -hmm. happy too, and I can play it because it's in English and also it can be gay. I can sure. Girls as a girl in it. So that's right. Cool. Okay, Chelsea, Stardew Valley, your go-go birdie chance. I love Stardew Valley. Yeah, I know you do. All right, uh, Crystal. I'm looking at this dark and sky box art, and like, <laughs> the, there's, there's a few there's a few artistic errors I'm noticing. Uh, first of all, you look Excuse at her me? right shoulder; it seems to be connected uh, very high up. Mm -hmm. Let's let's just uh, really get into critiquing the anatomy of the. The perspective is off, such that it looks like way bigger than her other fingers. A little bit. I think that might be a lighting thing. I don't know. It's hard to tell. And then also her face is like asymmetrical, where her right cheek is like elongated. <laughs> can I can I just look at this out again because it looks fine to me? And 
I right. Know. I think I think Crystal is really just desperate to lob as many criticisms at Dark and Sky as she can. Like, it's, like are you just you just described in like an anime style? No, I mean I, I see what she's saying. It's definitely it's it's not it's not immaculate artwork. It's it's a little I'm a little surprised that that's what they settled on for the box art. It could use a few touch ups, but it's fine. I like. I'm it. voting for. It, it, looks, uh, it, looks, it looks very like early 2000s comic book art. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Birdie chance. All right. Uh, Birdie Chance loses to Stardew Valley and moves down to number 31. Uh, Crystal, how's Birdie Chance compared to Bionic Commando 2009, the action-adventure game where you play as Richard Spencer, whose robot arm contains the soul of his dead wife, and he has to go on adventures with her, I guess. Go. Go. Birdie Chance. (laughs) All right. Chelsea. Uh... Sorry, I was doing something. Uh, Sorry, Bi- I'll, Biotic I'll pay Commando now. versus Birdie Chance. Biotic Commando versus Birdie Chance. Ooh. That is what the volume Biotic slider Commando. sounds like in Biotic Commando. <laughs> All right, Emily. Um, I love Biotic Commando. I worked very hard to get up the list of, um, during the peer review, but I. Also, like, I, I'm just, like, I hate sports games. I don't like golf games. But I, it's, like, if you add cute anime girls and a story to it, I'm going to play it. Uh-huh. I think it's, like, it's, 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 it's commendable for getting me, who hates sports games, to play a sports game. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go go Birdie Chance. Okay. That is two for Birdie Chance. Jasmine. Uh, at first, I thought you said Bionicle, and I got excited. But then, <laughs> but then it's the dead wife arm game, so I'm gonna go yeah. with Birdie Chance. All right, Birdie Chance takes it and moves back up to number twenty-six. Jasmine, how's it fair against Sonic Adventure Two Battle? Oh, the one it's I Sonic have Adventure, but <laughs> slightly better. It's the one I have played. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, battle. Okay, uh, Emily. What's it up against? It's up against Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Well, obviously I'm going to go with Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, no. despite how much I love this game. I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> I, mean, I kind of do. Just, you can vote for the golf, it's fine. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea. Um, not Sonic Adventure. Okay, yeah. <laughs> High five. Uh, Crystal. Sonic Adventure 2, Battle. All right, Sonic Adventure 2, Battle wins. Curse that hedgehog. Um, <laughs> Birdie Chance moves down to number 28. Chelsea, how, or no, Chelsea, uh, Crystal, how does uh, Go-Go Birdie Chance compare to the Amber Throne, an indie RPG for the PC with surprisingly really lovely painterly artwork? Uh, Go-Go Cherry... Uh, Bert, Bert, what is it called? Go go birdie chance. Go go Bert, birdie cherry bomb. <laughs> Great, <laughs> Chelsea. Uh, sorry. Okay. Uh, Amber, I'll, I'll sorry, just, Amber Throne versus. Peek yeah. behind the curtain. I bought uh, pizza, Pac-Man pizza. So <laughs> on Amazon, so Emily could download it. Oh, I see. And I'm trying to coordinate she's, with she's her. Too nice. Okay. <laughs> that is a very nice, generous thing to do. Um, 
So it was Amber Throne? Yes, the Amber Throne. Oh, we got all the way up here. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go, go, Birdie Chance. Alrighty, Emily. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Birdie Chance. Okay. And Jasmine. I'll be the descending vote here. Okay. Uh, go, go, Birdie Chance takes it and moves up, which means there's only one last game for it to go up against. Jasmine has to do against game number 27, Dark Souls 2. The game where you're a weird zombie with a weird back who's got to go on an adventure through a dead Judgy. world that's died a million times and has forgotten what it is. And only you can maybe fix it. You can't, but you can try. It won't work. Uh, Birdie Chance sounds like it's probably got a more hopeful storyline, so I'm going. Oh, it almost certainly does. The, the, the moral of Dark Souls... <laughs> the moral of Dark Souls 2 is that life is pointless. <laughs> That's not quite correct, Luke. It, I wouldn't say it, it kind of is. Yeah. It kind of is. No. The point of Dark Souls 2 is that you have to accept the transience of all things. I don't know. Uh, now, granted, I did not play the, the expansions, so may and I know they add another ending, so maybe that one has like a different tone to it. When I play that game and like you play the ending and you go in on the throne and the voiceover is just like, you can take the throne and link the flame or reject it. It's, it doesn't fucking matter, man. Someone else is going to do it again later. Don't worry about it too hard. <laughs> well, that's the thing is it's, it's a death and rebirth cycle. Right. Where it's like at the like the world's ending in Dark Souls Two has already ended, and you and if you relight the flames, then it's going to start over again. So when you vote against the Reapers, which color explosion do you get in Dark Souls Two? <laughs> well, you don't get to vote in Dark Souls Two, so you get to pick your ending in the first one, and then Dark Souls Two like the credits close before your character gets to make the choice because the whole point is whatever choice you make, whatever it's just whether it's a dark or light cycle this time, and then the cycle will start over again. It's just going to keep happening forever. Right, I mean, it, it, it is significant. Is right, and then Dark on, Souls 3 is, you can do one of those, or you can just, start, like, blow everything up and just let the whole universe die. Well, Dark Souls 3 well, kind of really muddles things a lot, but, like, uh, as, as of the lore in Dark Souls 2, it's like, sure. these decisions are personally important to you because it affects what your life is going to be like, going forward but in the cosmic sense you're just you know one small part of a much greater cycle i don't know the, the vibe i got like the impression i walked away from dark souls 2 with was uh nothing matters you are a microscopic cog in a gigantic machine so, and which way you turn is completely irrelevant so crystal right well, uh, you're right but instead of drawing despair from that you can draw a sort of tranquility from it I, I agree with you that you can i don't think darks uh, again vanilla dark souls 2 at least maybe the expansion stuff adds more to it i did not feel like vanilla dark souls 2 uh painted it in a way that like made like made that reading of it explicit I will say oh, that in Dark Souls 3, the, the, the ending you're talking about where you destroy everything, that's not what happens necessarily. And sure. From my understanding of it, you, like, you're ending the the reign of the gods and starting the reign of man. Hang on, this is the same Listen, we, we, can get, we can go like, real deep down the Dark Souls more rabbit man's hole. Man's considered dark. Man's considered dark for whatever reason. Well, right, but that's, that's what rejecting the flame does in the first game. And then in, like, 3, it's you can reject the flame or link the flame or just, like, do something totally different that, like, permanently murders the flame so that nobody can ever link it 
And then, like, they're talking about how they can mm -hmm. see yeah. new flames on the horizon, and maybe that's, like, the real answer is just to just to let the Dark Souls franchise die and let them do something new, basically. Yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah, I found that really weird because that was already what I assumed was happening as of Dark Souls Two. Yeah, it's it's a little. I don't really get the the distinction between like rejecting the flame or doing whatever you do with the eyes of the Fire Keeper. It's not clear. The best Dark Souls Three ending is where you kill the Fire Keeper and take the fire for yourself. I, I uh, yeah, that, that's cool like, too. So who's ending the like, not <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're on Dark Souls 2 versus no, Go on, Go Birdie. No, chance. No, I'm, I'm, no, we should do the show. I'm just not sure I, how many people voted so far. Oh, uh, nobody's voted yet. I thought Mono no Aware. I think I voted for golf. So you voted golf? Okay. Emily, how are you voting? What's it against? Dark Souls 2? Dark Souls 2. Uh, I really like Dark Souls series, but I've never played 2. That's pretty good. It, it, it gets a weird amount of shit from people that it doesn't deserve, and then that leads to other people, like, defending it more than it probably needs defended. Like, it's pretty good. I like it. Um, I'll say it's probably my least favorite of the three, but it's still really good. Okay, um, I think I'm gonna go with Dark Souls, because it's a okay. Soul series are a big game yeah. for me. As much as I like this golf game. Yeah, yeah, Uh, Crystal. Dark Souls 2, Scholar of the First Sin. Okay, that is two for Dark Souls. Chelsea. Uh, yeah, Dark Souls. Okay. Uh, that ties it. Ah, I want to root for the underdog here, but I really like Dark Souls. I thought it was three for Dark Souls. Uh, no, wait, Crystal voted? Shit. Jasmine, what'd you vote? I'm the only one who voted golf. Uh, wait, and Chelsea, what'd you vote? Uh, Dark Souls. And Crystal? Dark Souls. And Emily? Dark Souls. I thought Emily voted golf. Okay, my bad. Dark Souls takes it. Uh, in which case... I don't even pay attention to what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is a long, long episode. Why do I try? Uh, anyway, Go-Go Birdie Chance is placed number 28, directly above the Amber Throne, directly below Dark Souls 2. Uh, three more games to go, guys. We're almost there. <sighs> <sighs> Our next game is Oregon Trail. And to be clear, that's Oregon... You said it wrong. I said Oregon Trail. I said Oregon Trail. I said Oregon Trail. This he is not. Said it wrong. This is not Oregon Trail. This is Oregon Trail director's cut. Oregon is what you said. It's, I said yeah, Oregon. I, I said Oregon. I heard Oregon. <laughs> it kind of sounds like a trail. Yeah. Hot guts. <laughs> anyway. Oregon Trail is an enhanced director's cut is an enhanced version of the browser game Oregon Trail. It maintains most of the content of the original game, and I guess let's look at the original game if you're not going to tell me what that shit is. Let's see. You just sound like you're saying. I thought, Oregon, I thought it was just. I know Oregon. because you're supposed to. That's the right way to pronounce Oregon is or Oregon, and it just sounds yeah. like Oregon. I hate this man for naming his game this. I I'm just saying that, like, that's why we're confused. I think it's just, no, like, I understand. extremely fast-paced, like, WarioWare-style reaction-type stuff, from mm. what I remember. Uh, or okay. Oregon Trail is a take on the classic game The Oregon Trail, replacing the travels of the American pioneers of the zombie survival game, where a group of people needs to take an armored vehicle across 2,000 miles, fleeing from the ruins of Washington, D.C. that's been overrun and will soon be wiped with a nuke. The game maintains the Apple II visual style... Uh, and uses text prompts for choices. 
So yeah, it's it's kind of a uh, it, it's Oregon Trail, but zombies. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks like the uh, the director's cut that's on Steam has just a lot more stuff in it that can happen. Um, I am seeing that there is a merchant here who is clearly supposed to be the Resident Evil 4 merchant. So that's something. I did look at this game on Steam, and the trailer was a live-action trailer of a dude in some Mad Max cosplay sitting on a dusty old station wagon, rambling about how you gotta you gotta be a tough guy if you want to survive the wilderness of the zombie apocalypse. You gotta uh, that was all right. It was pretty. It was funny, I guess. Now is that uh, how he talks, or is that your personal sync? I mean, I, I exaggerated it, but he had that kind of sort of slightly, you know, kind of a dark and a little bit of a drawl to how he talks. I took a bullet from the last guy I tried to ferry across the desert. Don't think I'm going to make that mistake again, no sir. Like that. What are we talking about? So, <laughs> we're talking about Oregon Trail, director's cut. Oregon? Oregon. Or damn it! <laughs> Oregon, <laughs> like the things inside uh, your body. Oregon. We're on Zombie Trail. They played Zombie Trail, the director's cut on Game Grumps. And this is what you're referencing? Is that what we're saying? I guess, sure. Okay, no, I, I, don't know I, I was referencing anymore. the trailer for it on Steam. Okay. Okay. There's a, there's a trailer where a guy says stuff. I get you. Okay, yes, fine. correct. Thank you. Ugh. Christ. I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> no, it's not your fault. It's a long episode. We should have just finished and we're still going. We're starting at 164. Crystal, how does Oregon Trail... God damn it. Compared to Winter Games 1985, uh, it's a game with a bunch of Olympic sports for an old computer. Uh, Winter Games. Okay. Chelsea. Uh, Oregon Trail. All right. That's one for each. Uh, Emily. So Oregon Trail. Oh, no. Oregon Trail yeah. is just a play on Oregon Trail. Yes. Because it's That's Oregon zombies. Trail, but it's zombies. Also, the interesting uh, with thing with zombies. The zombies is if you get a okay, player so who, if you get, if one of your party members gets infected and you manage to, like, keep them healthy and from not attacking you until you get to the end, you get bonus points for uh, bringing the people there a zombie so you can cure so you can cure them. I thought that was neat. Okay. It, it is, that is cool. That's the kind of game you're into. It's not really my kind of game, but also this other game doesn't really seem like my kind of game either, so I guess I'll go Oregon Trail. Alright. <laughs> uh, Great. That's two for Oregon Trail. Pipe zombies. Uh, what? Pipe organs. Pipe organ. Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 I see. I see. <sighs> All right. The Oregon Trail takes it and beats the winner games <laughs> and moves up to number 82. Jasmine has it fair against Quack 1974, an Atari arcade game that, yeah, it's a light gun game where you shoot at ducks, but they couldn't do good enough graphics to have, like, a background, so they painted grass and trees onto the monitor directly and it's fundamentally duck hunt but it came out like 10 years before duck hunt and kind of makes duck hunt look like a huge ripoff um i'm gonna vote for it. <laughs> all right uh emily i'm gonna go with the quack too great uh chelsea uh organ trail okay uh crystal quack all right quack takes it i 
kind of thought Oregon Trail would make it a little higher than this, but hey, that's, that's what so, happens. Wait, did, 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 did Crystal get like a real duck to say that? Because it sounded like so <laughs> authentic. Listen, Crystal's had a lot of practice. I thought at a that. duck was in there. Crystal's wait, had the a lot of quack. Last game was Winter Games, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it beat How Winter did Games. Then the quack. Because it beat Winter Games. And then oh. it lost. To, oh, yeah. Winter Games is that high? Winter Games is in the midpoint. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Quack moves down to number 120, or not Quack, uh, Oregon Trail moves down to number 123. Uh, Crystal, how does Oregon Trail compare to Street Fighter Cross Mega Man, a fan game, uh, fan Mega Man game where all the robot masters are replaced by, uh, Street Fighter characters? That is, by all accounts, like, a pretty good Mega Man game. Mm, I hate both these games, but I don't, I like the title hate the Street of Fighter Street Fighter one? X Mega Man better. So okay. that one. All right. Uh, Chelsea. What's wrong with Oregon Trail? <laughs> I said what's wrong with Mega Man. You say what's wrong with Oregon Trail. <laughs> <laughs> they both seem extremely derivative. Mm. One's like a fan game, but I just got, like, published. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, yeah a fan game that like caught on because it was well-made. I don't know. That seems, yeah, whatever. That's cool, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea, how are you voting? Oregon Trail. Okay. Uh, Emily. Uh, definitely Mega Man X Pac. I'm um, Street Fighter X Mega Man. Oh man, Mega Man X Pac Man. Now we're talking. <laughs> yeah. Now we're cooking with I gas. I just really hate the title of the Oregon Trail. I do kind of hate the title of the Oregon Trail. I just don't like the kind of game yeah. at all. Sure. Like. I also hate that Lou can't say it right. I um, would say. Okay, okay. I'm gonna say it, and you tell me if it's right or wrong. Oregon Trail. Fun. Uh, um, sorry, Skype cut out. Could you say it one more time? <laughs> Oregon Trail. <laughs> Sorry, um. No, was that right or wrong? I, it sounded like both. To be honest, it was like it was like both right and wrong. It was like the perfect in between. That's okay, honestly. all right, let me try again. We're gonna get this right. Oregon Trail. <laughs> Oregon Trail. Okay, that one was wrong. <laughs> Oregon Trail. <laughs> that one was right. That one's right. Okay, Oregon how trail. many more games do we have to do after this? No, no, this is important, Chelsea. <laughs> Oregon Trail. That that one was right. Yeah. Oregon Trail. I think I've got it now. You just want me that to kind of right. run it all yeah, together. I think, you, I think you're getting it. Oregon Trail. Yeah. Okay. You got Oregon it. Oregon Trail. It. Oregon. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, it's perfect. Okay, perfect. <laughs> now, you, now you just have to say crayon, right? <laughs> no, I say, you, you say crayon the same way I do. <laughs> Jasmine. Um, How do you hope? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shit. Chester, I killed a lot of Mega Man and Oregon Trail. I killed a lot of zombies and got an egg buster, so I'm through with the fucking Mega Man one. <laughs> All right. Street Fighter Cross Mega Man wins, and Oregon Trail moves down. Was that right? That's correct. That one was actually wrong. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, just keep just say zombie game. I, 
<laughs> yeah. I, th- I think when you try to say it too fast, you mess it up. Yeah, I feel like saying it fast is what there. gets it to, because I was saying Oregon Trail. Is that right or wrong? <laughs> I that mean, one's clear, right. These all sound identical to me. <laughs> like, right. The point where I'm pretty sure you're fucking with me. I'm opening up Pac-Man <laughs> Pizza Parlor. <laughs> Jasmine, how does Oregon Trail compare to Spooks 2006, uh, a point-and-click adventure game where you're a girl in the land of the dead and you find you win a living goldfish uh, in a carnival game and that causes you to question the nature of life and death and go on a life-changing or unlife-changing adventure? Um, game where you play as zombie girl is better than game where you play as bad zombie ripoff. Okay, uh, that's one for Spooks. Uh, Emily. What was the other game? Uh, this is Spooks 2006. It's a point-and-click adventure where you're a dead girl. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, it's, it's cute. I am probably going to vote for Spooks then. Okay, Chelsea. Yeah, Spooks. Alrighty, Crystal. Spooks. Alrighty. Uh, by unanimous votes, Spooks wins, oh, and it's super cute, yeah. And Oregon Trail moves down to number one fifty-three. Crystal, what's the judgment? Did I do right or wrong? That one was right. Please stop okay. asking. That one was right. <laughs> Crystal, how does Oregon Trail? No, I felt that one being wrong. How does Oregon that Trail? That was actually right. Uh, <laughs> how does Oregon Trail get? Compared to Neo Geo Cup 98 Plus Color, a soccer game for the Neo Geo Pocket Color. Uh, Neo Geo. Okay. Chelsea. Um, Oregon Trail. Okay. Emily. What's the game again? Neo Geo Cup 98 Plus Color. It's a soccer game for the Neo Geo Pocket Color. I guess I'll go up Oregon Trail. Okay. Soccer. Uh, Jasmine. Soccer. All right, soccer takes it, and Oregon Trail moves down to number 158. Uh, Jasmine, how does it compare to PT Boats Knights of the Sea, a naval combat simulator set in the Pacific Theater of World War II? Uh, how long? What's the difference between this and the release date of playable trailer? Wait, what? Oh, uh,. I mean, I think a, a lot of it's different. It doesn't have much to do with the playable trailer. Okay, um, zombie game. Okay, uh, Emily. Knights of the Sea, maybe. One for Knights yeah, of the Sea. Yeah, Knights of the Sea. All right, yeah. that's one for each. Chelsea. I'm about to like f- flip this fucking table because it won't even let me run the Pac-Man game. Oh what? That sucks. Well, I mean, it, it might if I keep trying, if I, like, run it as an administrator, but, like, if I just click on it, oh, wow. it's like, what? We, we're protecting you from an unknown thing. Oh, I see. Anyway, uh, Chelsea, yeah, how do you vote? PT Boats or uh Live Oregon Hard and Die Wet. <laughs> it's not that game. It's not that it's game, but game. I accept your vote anyway. It's Crystal. not? No, it's the, uh... Pit Butts. Like, what do you say, Crystal? Pit butts. Oh, I see. Uh, no, Chelsea, this is the, like, naval simulator in World War Two. Oh, okay. What's the other one? It's still... No, Oregon. I mean, what's the, what's the one that is live hard and die wet? Oh, that's, uh, that's dead in the water. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, no, then, uh, Oregon Trail. Alright, that ties it. 
Um, I don't like sim games that much. I'm going to vote for Oregon Trail. <laughs> was that wrong? <laughs> no, it was fine. <laughs> no, it was wrong. Finally. You can tell me. It's fine. It's fine. Luke, I love you. You have a complex about getting words right. Well, that's because Crystal kept yelling at me for getting them wrong. Crystal was just fucking with you. Ignore her. <laughs> Luke, I, I have never given a dishonest answer on this particular subject. Oregon Trail. Okay, that one was wrong. No, I, I don't... Well, I do. Uh, I don't know anymore. Maybe my ears are bad. That's possible. I'm hearing it wrong, but I'm sure. giving you my honest assessment. Okay. <laughs> Crystal. Yeah, Crystal, how does Oregon nope Oregon Trail compare to Doctor Mario for the Nintendo? It's Doctor Mario, you know, like that one oregano tricks (laughs) (laughs) excuse me chelsea (laughs) um uh dr mario okay emily dr mario okay jasmine yeah okay uh dr mario takes it and oregon trail moves down to number 156 Jasmine, how's it going to be F-14 Tomcat for DOS? Uh, flight Simulator for DOS? Ugh, uh, zombies. Okay, uh, Emily. Um, what about dogs? No, DOS, like like the operating system. Oh, never mind. And this is um, Tomcat? F- F- F-14 Tomcat versus yeah, Oregon I'm Trail. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with... I guess Oregon Trail. Okay. Uh, all right, Chelsea. Uh, Oregon Trail. Okay, and Crystal. Oregon Trail. Okay, Oregon Trail wins, and with that, it is placed. Oh, that was perfect. At number one fifty-six, directly above that fourteen Tomcat, directly below Doctor Mario, and I'm free. I don't have to say it anymore. Until the next time we have to rank something against it. Yep, which it's it's pretty buried. I it might not be for a while. Oh, our our seventh game is Terranigma, a game that's easy to pronounce. <laughs> Tell me about this game, please. Do you know the Japanese title for this one? Uh, no. What is it? Uh, let me look it up. <laughs> oh, okay. It is Tenchi Sozo, which means the creation of heaven and earth. Oh, dang. That's a cool name. Want to turn Enigma now? Okay, yeah. I'll pay attention. <laughs> yeah, Emily, this was the game you decided for us to place. Do you want to yeah, yeah, yeah. talk about it? Um, well, I wouldn't mind reading what it says on here and then saying what I think okay, about sure, it. Okay, sure, sure. Let me let me give some, some Moby games for you. The pl- I have it. Oh, okay, go for it. Okay. The planet known to its inhabitants as Earth is composed out of two realms, the surface, or light side, and the underground world, or dark side. Two cosmic forces called God and Devil by the humans were fighting each other fiercely until their final battle in Antarctica led to a catastrophe. The continents of the surface world submerged into the ocean, presumably eradicating all life on the light side. Damn. Meanwhile, 
Yeah. Meanwhile, the isolated underworld, consisting of frozen crystal mountains and lava rillers, continues to exist. A young boy named Ark grew up in Krista, the only remaining village on the dark side. One day, he and some other boys hear mysterious voices coming from beyond a door the village elder forbade them to open. Unable to resist their curiosity, the boys open the door and Ark finds a box of a strange creature inside. By opening the box, Ark inadvertently causes all the villagers to be turned into stones. In order to bring them back to life, Ark has to find the five towers within the dangerous dark side and eventually restore life on the surface of the planet. Well, shit. Yeah. Terranimu has an action role-playing game. Ark levels up every... You know, it's a, it says a bunch of shit, but it's an action role-playing game. It, I will say there's a lot of different various weapon attacks. Like, you can... It's, it plays a little bit like Zelda, but it's, you have, like, a normal attack, a rapid-fire attack, a dash attack, a jump attack, a jump-dash attack, and they're all different... They're all good for different situations. Uh-huh. So it's like a, little, a little bit more depth than Legend of Zelda's combat, I would say. Okay. Um, yeah, and, uh, that, and, like... Like, it had that big spiel, but at the beginning of the game, you get kind of this, like, obscure kind of um, cryptic opening about God and Devil and time and man and all that. And then you start the game, and you're just in this village called Krista, and it's, like, just all feels kind of normal. Like, there's bubbles outside, but apparently that's a normal thing here. And you're kind of this boy who um, isn't, like, it's kind of mischievous, and you have to go and apologize for... Uh, annoying some chickens, which caused them to run into the weaver's place and fuck up all the weaver shit. So you can you can you can choose to be a total asshole or be apologetic and all that. But then you come back and all your friends want to open this door and you you can pick up vases like in Zelda. So you throw a vase at it and it's all of this like really like dark foreboding stuff. Like it's there's a lot of like mystique behind this blue door. It kind of builds up to it and you go in and you find this little bat thing and you get the box of. Um, uh, what's it called? The Pandora's box is oh, okay. an inventory management system where you can go inside of it, and then you have your inventory menus, but it's presented like they're rooms, and it's really it's kind of like huh. it did what Fable Three tried to do, but right. Okay. <laughs> and um, yeah, and you start off, and as soon as you leave your village, which is this pristine, perfect village, you're confronted with this like frozen, dark, lava-filled underworld where you have to go for these five different. Uh, pillars and reawaken the five continents on earth and then after that your village elders like you have to leave the village you save all the villagers but he's like you have to leave now you started this like genesis on earth you got to finish it so you go back up to the surface and the the continents are barren and you have to restore all the fauna the the the, um flora to it and then you have to restore all the fauna and then you have to restore humanity and then you have to lead humanity to like into the industrial age and stuff like oh wow it's all yeah, like, the, the, like this, it's all just an action RPG, but, like, the story takes you to some pretty weird areas, and, like, I think it's really unique compared to, like, most other RPGs on the Super Nintendo where you're trying to save the world. It's just, you're not really trying to save the world, you're trying to, like, create it. And eventually all this, like, crazy stuff happens, I don't want to give away some twists, but it's it's a really great game of really solid combat and a lot of depth to it and its storyline. All right, damn, okay. The only bad thing is it was never released in North America. It's only released in Europe and Japan, um, but you can easily play it on emulator. Just yeah. don't worry about it. They don't sell it here, so it's like whatever. <laughs> all right, so you cool. never got a virtual console release. Yeah, that that all sounds pretty good. Let's let's get into it. Ah, uh, I'm still recovering <laughs> <laughs> from from Oregon Trail. Oh, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, uh, hope that, that wasn't too long-winded. No, no, you're good. Jasmine, how <laughs> does Terranigma compare to Universal Boxing Manager, a game where you manage a boxer and it's a bunch of, like, poser art? And I don't mean poser like, oh, man, they're a real poser <laughs> with their artwork. I mean, it was made using the 3D art program poser. Which you're very familiar with. Uh, uh, we don't need to get into that right now. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, Ter- Terranigma sounds like All right. really good. Emily. Um, yeah, not Terranigma. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Chelsea. Uh, Terranig- Ter- 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 Terranigma. <laughs> oh, no. No, it's not the Com- one you can say. At, uh, How Chelsea is boxing manager Terran this high? And Enigma. I, you so. know, yeah, I know, I know. Chelsea, you're the one that's been re-listening to old Let's Plays. Is you would know better than me how Boxing Manager is this high. <laughs> Crystal? Yeah, I really like uh, Quintet's games. They all kind of have similar themes about, like, God and the development of humanity. Mm-hmm. And they often have, like, city-building elements and, like, epic stories that take place over thousands of years. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, they also made the ActRaiser games. This oh, okay, one is, sure. I yeah, is yeah. kind of considered like the the best of their 16-bit era. I got gotcha. They also made some pretty interesting stuff after like the Grandstream Saga. Uh, but I'm going to be voting Terranigma pretty high up here. So yes. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, all right. In that case, Terranigma... Mm-hmm. Wow, I also can't say this you one. You caught it from me. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Crystal, how does Terranigma Terra compare... Enigma. Yeah. How does Terranigma compare to Pokemon Go, the mobile game where you walk around in real life and find AR Pokemon to capture with your Pokeballs and also crash your car into civilians? Uh, Terranigma. Okay. Chelsea. Terranigma. Emily. Terranigma. And Jasmine. Terranigma. All right. Terranigma takes it, moves up to number 40. Jasmine, how does Terranigma compare to Blair Witch Volume 1 Rustin Parr? This is uh, a survival horror game inspired by the backstory of the Blair Witch Project. Wait, is that the one the movie's called? Blair Witch Project? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay, that sounded like a really dumb name. I thought that can't be what it is. It's something else. Um, <laughs> Never mind. Well, I do know that a friend of mine is very much into the uh, lore of Blair Witch stuff. So, okay, um, I'll 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 it give it like I'll give it a pity vote. <laughs> okay, sure, <laughs> Emily. Terranigma. All right, Chelsea. Uh, Terranigma. And Crystal. Terranigma. All right, uh, Terranigma. <laughs> <laughs> Terra Enigma moves up to number 20. Crystal, how does it compare to Rocksmith, all-new 2014 edition remastered? The game that, the rhythm game that teaches you how to actually, for real, play guitar. Terra Enigma. Chelsea. Uh, Rocksmith. Emily. Terra Enigma. And Jasmine. Uh, Rocksmith. Ah, shit, that ties it. Fuck. Um, Terra Enigma does sound really cool is the thing. And like rocks, it's really cool. Yeah, like Rocksmith, I think in, is in also the, really cool. But mm. yeah, I mentioned you like you have to revive all the fauna. Um, yeah. So you, you when you're doing that, you can talk to animals. Yeah. And you make this little lion cub friend. Uh huh. But then eventually you can't talk to animals anymore because you don't need to. So you just kind of like to kind of get take it, take it away from you once humans are 
back in the scene. Oh, I and, see. But you run into your lion cub friend later as a full-grown lion. He helps you, and it's really cool. Oh, that's pretty good. Mm, yeah, all right. I'll vote Terranigma. Uh, in which case, it cracked the top 20. And it's got a chance to crack the top 10. Uh, Jasmine, how does Terranigma fare against Runman's Monster Fracas? <laughs> a delightful <laughs> platformer with a primarily whistle-based uh, soundtrack where you're a weird little yellow guy who's got to run through the fields to escape a big old green munchie boy. Oh, um, I don't really know that much about this one, so... It's, it's just a weird little indie platformer that's very cute and has, like... It's very cute. Low-res but endearing MS Paint graphics. Uh, I'll go with uh, Monster Fracas, then. Okay, Emily. Uh, Terranigma. Alright, Chelsea. Monster Fracas. Crystal. Terranigma. I was really afraid of this. <laughs> I didn't want to break this tie. I surprised Chelsea voted for because uh, I thought she didn't like that game. Being as high as it is. Uh, no, I think she does. It's a great game. Who wouldn't love Run Man's Monster Fracas? Yeah, I like it. <sighs> I, just thought, I thought someone had a... I thought she did. I'm sure. so sorry. Uh, hmm. I don't know. This is a toughie. I feel... Uh, you know what? You guys actually have played Terranigma and like it. I just like Run Man being here because it's funny. <laughs> like, it seems like a pretty good game, but... Yeah, come on. Uh, <laughs> I'll vote Terranigma. Cool. Uh, in which case, Terranigma Enigma is officially a top 10 video game. I did not expect that, and I'm very happy. <laughs> yeah, we really got a good spread on this episode. We got a bottom 10 and a top 10. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Crystal, how does Terranigma fare against Resident Evil 4, the survival horror game where you got to save the president's daughter from being infected by a weird parasite monster? Biohazard 4. Okay. Chelsea. Um... I hear Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's two for RE4. Emily. I'm I'm totally fine with losing RE4, but I personally would vote Terranigma higher. Okay. And I, I, another little fact that I want to say is that, like, I it's the only SNES-era JRPG that I've beaten the whole way through without cheats. And it's, like, an 80-hour game, and it's, I, it's it means a lot to me. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like a really good game. It's great. Uh, Jasmine. Um, I I'll go with the Resident Evil. Okay, yeah, Resident Evil takes it. Uh, in which case, Terranigma moves downwards to number seven. Jasmine, how does it compare to Super Mario Galaxy Two, the best 3D Mario game? Mm, uh, uh, Mario. Okay, uh, Emily. Ah, uh, Terranigma. Okay, that's one for each. Chelsea. Mario. And Crystal. Uh, Terranigma. All right, that ties it. I mean, I really love Super Mario Galaxy 2, you guys. I understand. Luke. I it's, understand. it's a game that I am, is very dear to my heart. Uh, so Terranigma moves down to number eight. Uh, Crystal, how does Terranigma fare against Pokemon Crystal version? It's to date, the best Pokemon game we've ranked. Pokemon. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Pokemon. This is your chance, Chelsea. This is your chance to kill Pokemon. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> uh, Emily. Um, I'll say right now for all future votes of this, I, the only game I would put Terranigma under is Undertale. 
Oh wow. Okay. Okay. So, so you're yeah. Terra Enigma. Uh, Jasmine. Uh, I'll. It's his person. <laughs> sure. Of course. Of course. Uh, I'll say Terra Enigma for this one. Yeah, that ties it. Um, hmm. I like Pokemon a lot, but I feel like modern Pokemon games have kind of ruined older Pokemon games for me. But it is Pokemon. If it was Soul Crystal, it'd be different stories, what you're saying. If it if we were talking about yeah Soul Silver or Heart Gold it'd be Soul no Crystal contest. Soul Crystal is not a game. It yeah. Should have been. been. <laughs> should be called like Core Crystal or something. Right. Core uh, Crystal. Yeah, I I think. Salt. It has to do with like Heart or Soul. So I was like your core. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Some kind of arcane mm. crystal. <laughs> yeah, that could be it. You're right. I uh, hmm. You know what? I, I, I'm hearing the, the passion for Terranigma. I, I, I'm willing to go with it. Uh, in which case, Terranigma is placed at number eight, directly above Pokemon Crystal version, directly below Super Mario Galaxy 2. Uh, Runman's Monster Run Fracas. Out of the top ten. What's that? Yeah. Uh, Runman's Monster Fracas, no longer in the top ten. Terranigma, welcome to the top ten. We we got one more Sappy. to go, guys. We got just one more. Two of my favorite games of all time are in the top ten. Great, I'm very happy for you. We got one more to do. <laughs> Our last how's game. How's you, Emily? Sorry. How how's the brownie treating you? I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. it, was a good, it was a good chocolate okay. brownie. That was totally adorable. We, we yeah, you did warn <laughs> us at the start that you had taken a a uh, drug brownie. Uh, just enough before the start that it would probably be kicking in just as we were beginning. You've been. I'm, I'm curious. Ha have I been okay? Yeah, you seem fine, even though okay. you've been high as a goddamn kite. Uh, <laughs> You're not that high. I've been way higher. <laughs> 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 when I took. When I had a brownie and neo citron the same night. That was like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Like I was off the wall. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. No, no, right. I was just figuring it, it only started kicking in about now. Uh, no, it's been in the whole. Yeah, she was saying it was starting to kick in right before we started. Yeah. Uh, oh, all right. <laughs> so we, our last Gosh. game of the evening. I'm acting weirder. Our last game of the evening <laughs> is Star Wars: The Old Republic. This is an MMORPG based on Star Wars, but specifically BioWare's Knights of the Old Republic franchise. Jasmine, this was the game you picked out for us to place this evening. What's your give? It, give me the deets on it. So I don't, I haven't personally played this. Uh, it's more that cool. my roommate uh, was into this for a fair amount of time, and uh, they've been picking up a fair number of uh, Star Wars like uh, tabletop RPG stuff. So okay, sure. The main thing I remember about it is that you could get a lightsaber for a Sith user that was like black with a yellow outline so it was like a fucking honeycomb oh dang that's pretty cool so uh i'm gonna i yeah i, I, you, I if if i was to get into that i would probably make a b-themed sith user this is the uh the longest moby games description i have seen i am not reading all this but let's read the first paragraph here star wars the old republic is an mmorpg set in the star wars universe in a time called the old republic Oh, thanks, Moby Games. When a Cold War has split the galaxy between the Republic and the Sith Empire, the player character is one of several classes and will follow a specific storyline for that class. 
Gameplay consists of open environments with enemies that need to be fought, special instances for groups of characters called flashpoints, and arenas for fighting the other faction of the game called war zones. During the game, the player is led from one scene to another. Each scene is called is called a planet and consists of a series of locations closely linked to give some hours of days or days of gameplay. This is such a detached description. Each scene is called a planet, and each one gives some hours or days of gameplay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the big gimmick with this thing, at first, at least, was that, like, there were cutscenes that you could make dialogue choices in, and I... How did that work if you were in a party? Was it like you voted on which dialogue choice to make? No, no okay, you would say what you wanted to say, and then uh-huh. the game would roll for all of you. And we got the highest roll, we had to say what they wanted to say. Oh, okay. It, it, was, it was actually pretty cool, because it kind of it made you feel like, oh, we're a party of adventurers working together, and all have our own personalities. Right, so right, right. Just like, oh, we're all accepting quests. I see. Like, it, did have the, it did have the Bioware like, discussion trees, and you could play as like a Sith, and still pick the good options all the time, or play as a Jedi and just be a huge dick. Yeah. So you weren't, like, locked into, like, being evil or good if you picked Sith or Jedi kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and, 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 and each side's... Well, there wasn't just Jedi. There's, like, smugglers and right. bounty hunters and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it seemed like a decent game. Um, I, you know, I, I'm not a big MMO guy, but the, like, story hooks of this one almost convinced me to check it out, but then I didn't. That, yeah. That's my story. It, it, it never really grabbed me like FF14 did, personally, mm. but it could have if I had a right group to play with, I think. Sure, yeah. Uh, Chelsea has made a meme for <laughs> Runman's Monster Fracas in the Who Would Win template. Who would win? A swift acrobatic being made of pure light and energy, or one munchie boy? <laughs> 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 one one munchy boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do some. Uh, Crystal, I'll let you be the uh, the deciding factor on this one. As you know, we frequently, you know, we, when a game is part of a franchise and we've placed another game in that franchise already, we start off by putting them head to head with each other. Does this one start off against Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith for the GBA? Oh, absolutely. Okay, cool. Damn it. Let me find it on the list. Damn it. <laughs> so dumb. It's <laughs> not the same Chelsea. franchise. Well, they're both Star Wars. It it's the same ending. <laughs> okay, it's the same franchise, but it's not like the same series of games. It is, though. Chelsea, they're, on, I, they're on the same Wikipedia list. Chelsea, I'm marking the same down. Wikipedia list. Chelsea, I'm marking it down that the next time we have an ambiguous question we need to answer, you get to be the decider on it. Super. Uh, but for now, uh, Crystal, how does Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic compare to Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith for Game Boy Advance? A it's side-scrolling worse. brawler based on Revenge of the Sith with really good sprite art and seems like it might be pretty good. Yeah, Episode Three is better. Okay, that's one for Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, Old Republic. Okay. Uh, Emily. Yeah, this Revenge of the Sith game on GBA looks cool and everything, mm-hmm. but the Old Republic gives you this like huge wide story and like these worlds sure. to explore with your friends and allows you to kind of like role play together in a, in a unique way that most MMORPGs don't really match. Sure. Um, so I'm gonna go with Old Republic. Okay. Uh, Jasmine. Uh, the dialogue uh, randomizer thing sounds like basically arbitrating 
the party bickering, deciding, you know, doing table talk, deciding what the hell to actually... Right, it, it kind of decides who talks over everyone else exactly. when someone I, asks a question. I absolutely love that. But I, I will say, I love that. And I do think, like, if you win one, you have, like, less chance to win the next time. That so makes sense. Like, I, I could be wrong, but like, it's been a while since I played. It would make sense if that's how it worked. That's how I would do it if it was my decision. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, the old road looks for me. Okay, uh, that is three for the Old Republic. I would vote Revenge of the Sith, but, eh, you know. Uh, in that case, well, I, I have to abandon the program because we're not working from the middle. Um, so we are I looking... I have the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> Only Sith deals in absolutes. Actually, wait, I can I can cheat this. Uh, I can just but run I mean, the... I think, I think the, the Old Republic probably has a better it. story than, than yes. Star Wars 3, too. <laughs> Have you heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Oh boy, you're quoting a lot of lines from that movie. It's a good movie. Sure oh boy, it sure isn't, Crystal. <laughs> uh, Crystal, like uh, okay. Like Let me realize oh. that Palpatine's <laughs> good in it. Okay, sure. I will allow that that uh, Ian McDermott is does a good job in that movie. Uh. Jasmine, no. how... Unlimited <laughs> power! <laughs> Jasmine, how does the Old Republic compare to Blink's the Time Sweeper? Uh, she mascot died platformer. of a broken heart. <laughs> uh, Blink's, sure Blink's owns. Uh, okay, yeah. Emily, how does uh, the Old Republic compare to Blink's the Time Sweeper, a platformer where you play as a cat with a time vacuum? I really like Blinks, but I'm going to go with the Old Republic. Okay, that's one for each. Chelsea? Um, what's... God, I forget what her name is. What's, what's uh, her name? I, you gotta be more specific. <laughs> yeah, we don't know uh, how talking about. Pash... Uh... Pad... Padme Amidala? Padme? She's yeah, the... Yeah. She, she deserved better. Yeah, yeah. she did. She deserves so much better. Um, yeah. Old Republic. Okay. Uh, Crystal. Blinks. Okay, that ties it. Uh. I just realized, okay, so it shows in Blinks of Time Sweeper that it's like, you also take the, the, the princess of that world hostage, and then you go to the next picture, and it's Blinks of hearts on him looking at that screen. Ooh. So there's, there's furry human romance in Blinks of Time Sweeper. Well, vote in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Before Sonic 06, there was Blinks. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, here we go. Crystal, how does Star Wars The Old Republic compare to Go Go Birdie Chance? Killed them. Killed them all. <laughs> not just the men, but the women and children, too. We're not raiding a... Them like animals. We're not raiding a Revenge of the Sith game. That's two! That's from two! Uh, go, 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 Birdie. Go, go, Birdie. It's not even from three! Oh, right, yeah, that is... Yeah, you're right. All right, that's one from Go, Go, Birdie. Uh, Chelsea. Go, go, Birdie Chance. Hell yeah. Emily. I go, 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 Birdie Chance. I really like that game, even though I can't play it ever. Jasmine. Really want uh, to. Go, go, Birdie Chance. By unanimous vote, Go Go Birdie Chance is better than Star Wars. Uh, so the Old Republic moves down to number 43. Jasmine, how's it compared to Bomberman 64? Oh, Bomberman. Okay. Uh, Emily. You say Bomberman to you. Liam looked really cool. Okay. Uh, What's the laugh about? What's this? Wait, sorry, Emily, you broke up a little. What'd you say? I heard someone go, like, laugh, like... Oh. Kind of like... Pfft. 
Yeah. Look at that kind of laugh. Uh, I wonder what it was about. <laughs> you wrote a Bomberman, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Bomberman. Uh, okay. And Crystal. Bomberman. All right. What? Bomberman wins. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this, this, this article of clothing that Chelsea shared, I'm sorry, we have to say this. It's called a podcast co-host sleeveless top in black. Yeah, I saw what? that earlier. That's what? Oh boy. Yeah. What? Uh-huh. Well, you know, if you need to dress like a podcast co-host. <laughs> okay, okay. Is that how we is that how we dress? I mean, I don't remember dressing like that, but okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I'm wearing a short sleeve hoodie. I actively avoided choosing a short sleeve shirt today. <laughs> All right, uh, Old Republic moves down to number 50. Crystal, how's it do against Splinter Cell? Uh, Splinter Cell. That's one for Splinter Cell. Chelsea. Splinter Cell. Emily. I'll go the Old Republic. And Jasmine. Uh, Old Republic. Okay, that is two and two. I'm voting Splinter Cell. I like them stealth games. I like this game on the on the possible Let's Play list. It's called Help. My large dog is being affectionate. I need to record my objective video game ranking podcast. Oh, yeah, you were here last week. Someone made a fan game for Let's Plays. It's amazing. Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. It's awesome. Yeah. It's really, I really that was cool. A joke that you put that there. Yep. That's so cool. Uh, Old Republic is up against number 54. Uh, Jasmine, how does it do against Stunt Island? Oh, uh, Old Republic for sure. Okay, Emily. Um, sorry, Duke, what was that? Uh, Stunt Island versus Old Republic. Old Republic. No, what did no, you say? Duke. <laughs> yeah, that's I, said. I said Duke. Yeah, yeah no. Duke I, is, is I, that's, no, I, that's the name of the uh, fictional character in How oh, My Large yeah. Dog is being affectionate. That's what I was refer- referencing, yep. Yep. <laughs> you're, you're confusing fiction with the reality. <laughs> His name is is Duke. In the game, it's Duke. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And Emily. I'm all out of gum. <laughs> Great. Good. Good ref. I think there's a reference to my uh, <laughs> like in the end when you get to the end. There's a reference uh-huh. to like my Twitter handle. Oh like, great. Uh, f- it's like fucking uh, like crochet enemy or something like that, and it's really good. <laughs> Emily, how are you voting for Stun Island versus Old Republic? I'm sorry. Um, Old Republic. Okay, that's two for Old Republic. Chelsea. Old Republic. Okay, Crystal. Ironic. He could save others from death. Old Republic beats Stun Island. Uh, Crystal, how does Old Republic do against The Last Guardian for PlayStation 4? Hold up, I'm looking up some memes. Okay, well, it's that game with the giant cat bird that you make friends with to solve puzzles. Chelsea, how do you vote? Old Republic. Okay. Emily? Last Guardian. Okay. Uh, Jasmine? Wasn't this the one that's also called Trico? Yes. Um, Trico, the large man-eating eagle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll go Trico. Okay, that's you for Trico. Uh, Crystal, how are you voting? From my point of view, the Jedi are... Yeah, I know you're... Okay, but how are you voting? Uh, Trico. (laughs) Okay. Trico wins. Old Republic moves down. Oh, Crystal. Just one last game to go up against. Crystal, how does it compare to Freedom Planet? It's a platformer. It's like Sonic the Hedgehog, but not. It's, It's a cool game made by cool people. 
I shouldn't have done it. It's not the Jedi way. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, how do you vote? Uh, Freedom Planet. All right, that's one for Freedom Planet. Emily. Freedom Planet. Jasmine. Uh, can you be gay in Freedom Planet? I don't know if any of the characters you... are gay or not. There's not like I don't know. I don't know if you can be gay in the Old Republic. They, I mean, like, I think what happened with the Old Republic is they made a planet specifically for the gay NPCs to be oh. at. So it kind of raises stu- uh, stir where it's like, okay, well, you guys should have had gay NPCs from the beginning that were romantic interests, but and then you made this planet for them, which kind of feels like segregation. Yeah, sure, say. yeah. So uh, it wasn't like the it was it, it might have gay romance in it, but they're not the most they're not the best implement. They uh there was that thing that. I, I don't think it was related to the old republic, but there was that thing uh years back where someone said, Oh, no one like there's no gay people in the world of Star Wars. Like gay people don't exist. Um, uh, he I mean they murdered do, but young um <laughs> I, I was gonna say also, uh, Jasmine, if you like gay girl like, you know, gay I, things and girls well freedom planet is about like three cute furry girls who you could easily ship if you wanted to there's nothing against shipping them in the context of yeah i have no idea if they're explicitly <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, you know I'll romantic at all all right freedom planet takes it and with that blessedly trust the force luke this episode's <laughs> over <laughs> uh Star Wars The Old Republic is placed at number 54, directly above Stunt Island, directly below Freedom Planet. Thank God. Uh, let's read off that bottom and top ten now that we've restored the list to a proper multiple of five. Uh, our bottom ten at number 335, Vitamin X. We are super supermen, boys. Number 334, Medal of Honor Warfighter. Number 333, Time Dominator, a.k.a. Socket. Number 332, Swedish Erotica Bachelor Party. Number 331, where did I date last night? Number 330, Elf the Movie. Number 329, Elsa Dentist Surgery Simulator. Number 328, Kaze no Oka Koenite. Number 327, Las Vegas Tycoon. And number 326, ZHP Unlosing Ranger versus Dark Death Evil Man. (sighs) Meanwhile, our top 10 also got shook up. At number 10, Thief the Dark Project, aka Thief Gold. At number 29, Pokemon Crystal Version. Number 8, did I say number 29? It's just number 9. I'm so tired. (laughs) Number 8, Terra Nigma. Number seven, Super Mario Galaxy 2. Number six, Near Automata. Number five, Resident Evil 4. Number four, Elite Beat Agents. Number three, Mother 3. Number two, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. And number one, the best game of all time to our knowledge, Undertale. Crystal, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me at ArcaneCrystal on Twitter.com and the Twitter application. You can find me over on Audio Entropy on the Book of Medora podcast, a podcast about Zelda lore. Cool. Chelsea, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nitspecibus. Emily, plug your shit. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at... Uh, 
at This Is Emeralds on other audio entry podcasts such as Home for the Losers, Teenagers of Attitude, In Pursuit of Passions, and War and Beast. Awesome. Jasmine, what about you? Uh, so I'm at uh, P-I-D-M-O-N on uh, Twitter, and I'm kind of dead on Tumblr. So. Sure. Jasmine, do you remember a million years ago when you were doing a bit where you were just referencing a lot of Australia stuff? I wasn't trying to do a bit. It's just it got reminded of stuff. <laughs> oh, you're just that Australian. Yeah. I mean, I deliberately... Australia? I love Mozart. <laughs> I deliberately didn't bring up how I really want to have a Vegemite pizza again when we were talking about the fact that... <laughs> Oh, then I'm sorry for laughing at it like it was a bit. I thought you were <laughs> deliberately trying to reference as many Australian wow, things as you could. No. Wow, you're just being insane. No, I, it was literally just leaning into I the I didn't realize goodness. that was just the baseline level of Australian you are. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I've made a fool of myself once again. Uh, you know what? For this sign-off, instead of coming up with your own sign-off phrase, I just want to go around the table and hear everyone say Oregon Trail one more time. Oh, Crystal, go. <clears throat> Oregon Trail. Chelsea. Oregon Trail. Emily. Oregon Trail. Jasmine. Oregon Trail, I hate this. Oregon Trail. We all said it perfectly right. That's going to be it for this week. Catch us next time on Let's Plays. Wait, no, before you go, go to AudioEntropy.com. Listen to a bunch of cool shows. Like, uh, I don't know, a bunch of them. Go there. And then hit the motherfucking donut button. Buy us some donuts. All right, bye, everybody. Let's Plays, bye. I thought I told you not to, but you had to, and you did. Let's Plays is Pokemon going to hell.